We'll do it live. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Thing sucks. Give me the vid. The John Clay Wolf Show. I've toured around this country a lot, and everyone speaks a different way. Florida, kind of. They kind of take two syllables, turn them into one. Florida. But Miami's got a little bit of the. I'm born in Miami, but I still have this accent. And uh, Alabama, Bama, I, there's a kind of bounce to the syllables. Alabama, Texas, I kind of Dallas to me seems the most forthright. But then Houston, I feel like they're scolding you a little. Houston, Austin wants to have fun. I, <laughs> Oklahoma and Arkansas, and then you go to Illinois and you start to get that Midwestern sound. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Car. Who's car? Is that your car? Chicago. Broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. Chicago. Cars. Pretzels. Sausage bears. Where are the bears? The they gonna bears. do anything this year? Oh. No. Are they gonna do anything? <laughs> they gonna do anything? They gonna do anything <laughs> I mean, done? They'll play some football. When's the last time they got anything done? About the same time the Cowboys. They're starting over. Their draft's not too bad. They're going defense, so going old school bears. The bears. The bears. How's the bears? You can do it pretty good, Bob. I can't wait to get down there. <laughs> Go to see another game. Hey. Hey, always that all this time without Didka, we'd be in real trouble. <laughs> Guess what? I was right, my friend. <laughs> Did the buyers do anything during the draft? They- yeah, no, for the last 15 years, I can't even sell a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's been hired on the business, you know. Really hard. Yeah, it's going to be okay. Okay. It's going to be all right. <laughs> Have a sausage and some beers. Right. You got any beers? No, not nothing. some coffee. Now. Oh, I got, I got forty. <laughs> I'll bring them in. Let me get my ice cooler. Ice. I got an ice cooler full of beers. Uh, Old the- Milwaukee. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. My name is John Clay Wolf. His name is Didka. <laughs> so Didka is Chicago's Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. Maybe Didka and Jimmy should get back together and do a. Do their own team. Brady can do it with old people. Right, right. Tampa Bay. So what is what is the situation, uh, sports update man Mike Turley on Tampa Bay? Brady quits. Mm-hmm. Brady comes back. Mm-hmm. Brady's going to go to the Dolphins. No, he goes back to the to the uh, Bucks. He brings whom with him on the on the refit? Um, he's got his old I mean, old guys back. Gronk's back. Uh, receivers back. I mean, there's. The whole team is coming back. What about the round. guy that stripped his clothes off and ran off the field? No, he's not. Antonio <laughs> Brown. He's not. He, Antonio Brown won't be back in the league. But it starts while. Monday. Yeah. Give me the vent. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hire ex cons. <laughs> it's about right, isn't it? Yeah, that is about right. Well, yeah, when you walk through our, our buying floor, everybody has a story. Everybody. This guy's Antonio Brown. You remember that guy that ran off the field? Said, screw all y'all, I quit. Took his shirt off. And- Team three. Yeah. <laughs> He's back again. There he is. <laughs> he starts Monday. Are you serious? That's Antonio Brown? That is Antonio Brown. That's him. Come How over here. Do that? Come over here and liquor for us. 
Antonio, so she knows it's a positive DNA match. What'd you say, G? Why did he do that? Ah, uh, he was mad that he wasn't getting the ball. Pretty much. That's he's a diva. So you it, just take your clothes off and run away? He, he did. He just quit in the middle of the game. And his father is is like his soul coach. So he's on Antonio Brown's dad is is posting on social media like showing replays of of situations where his son should have had the ball and stops mm-hmm. like with a pointer like a, like, <laughs> like a coaching film. Oh. And and he runs this on his Twitter like right there. See Baker Mayfield should have thrown it to Antonio. We would have got a touchdown, but he doesn't like black people because he's white. What? <laughs> that armchair oh, quarterback. Oh, no. Yeah, his dad's the cooler. Hey, I mean, I just come up with all these crazy theories of why his son did not get the ball. So they transferred his grown son to beautiful Florida, and he had the same problems with Brady. And so he pulled off his shirt in the middle of the game and walked off and quit. This is a while wow. back. Was it, what an idiot. Was it playoff? Yeah. No, that was the regular season. Wasn't yeah. Wasn't there a player this week that had some kind of meltdown talking about the media at the draft? <sighs> well, it's I don't say it's a meltdown, but it's never a good idea when you have a kid that's just fresh out of college. Right? Yeah. And they don't have a lot of experience with the media. Sure. To have them talk to the media right <laughs> off the front. Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. Yes. Uh, the Cowboys first round draft pick. Leave Tyler it Smith. to Oklahoma. He's a uh, Fort Worth, Texas native, by the way. Yeah, this is I'll what he had. Back. This is what he had to say about the media. Well, I try to stay away from the media. Definitely, I feel like you know everybody has an opinion. <laughs> it's like you know, like butt. <laughs> you know, everybody has. One. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I don't know if he'll be talking to the media again. Yeah, there's this media training thing you need to go to. Yeah, and, and you just don't do that when you're. He, now he's young. He's only 20 years old. Right. But, but was he wrong? Is he wrong? No, no, he's not, not wrong, wrong at all. At all. Maybe he's a, maybe he's got a future in public speaking. <laughs> maybe it's I mean, possible. This guy's not that far out there. 800-800-7234-800-800 radio. Fuel prices are coming down, which is nice to see. You don't hear anybody bitching about that. No, have you not noticed? It so you're not seems even to me like they went up. This last week, because I saw the station I go by that's normally been like three seventy was three ninety nine like yesterday. So, no, okay. To tell the truth, John, I've been avoiding those places like uh, as much as I can, so I don't know what the price of gas is until I'm empty. <laughs> when do you fill up, Bob? When I'm empty. Like, so do you, do you make a game out of it where it's dramatic? Yeah, I'm a, I've been a. You know me, oh, yeah. John. I've been a. I've been a bullet biter from way back. You know, yeah, I, I'm gonna get gas when I have to get gas. Gigi, do you do you do it at a quarter or do you do you I wait? I do it at half a tank because then it doesn't hurt my feelings as much. Such a and chick. gas out here is like <laughs> still almost six dollars a gallon. So oh, such I don't five eighty nine, five ninety three, big deal. CBS News twenty hours ago, after drifting downward for the past few weeks, gas prices are on the rise again. Biden administration mm-hmm. authorizes E15 gasoline in an effort to increase the supplies. That's why I go out Tuesday night for the gas. Tuesday night at nine. <laughs> two weeks of dropping. Yeah. I'm right for two weeks. I'm sorry. You're wrong. <laughs> you're right for 15 minutes. <laughs> and you're going to trump me on national radio. I'm sorry. Gotcha. All my right, bad. Jeanette. Thank you, honey. No, you just. You, oh, my God. I, Bob, I, I, Bob, I, I, Bob, I didn't know you were bringing my wife up here to bust my balls. <laughs> 
didn't know what this was about. This is an intervention. Oh, my God. That John's a know-it-all. Oh, my God. No. John. Oh, here, she is. here we go. May I only say <laughs> to the shady line. Right. The line of the shady. I am so sorry. You want to put scale. I will shut up. Nasty. Never. You are all nasty. I promise. Nasty man. I feel bad. To talk to my husband. It's about the price of the fuel. <laughs> you make me feel ridiculous. There's no reason for the news. I hate you. <laughs> There's no reason for our news to start being accurate. I apologize. Shut up and give me clinics. <laughs> I feel I'm going to cry. No, don't cry. I hate to cry. I feel bad. When a young woman cries in the public, yeah. it is humiliating. You are a nasty man. So last night, we go to Uncle Julio's. My mother-in-law's in town. They're from Denmark. Oh. My in-laws. She's leaving today while we're on the radio. Bye, Bettina. Bye. We'll miss you. So, do you want to go to Julia's? My mom wants Mexican food before she goes back home to Denmark. Sure. Okay. Probably hard to find over there. Probably hard. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Mexican cuisine in Europe is not on point. Um, grab Maddox, meet us up there. Okay, Maddox is 15. I get him. He's got on Adidas sneakers, Adidas sweats, and a white t-shirt and floppy hair. 15-year-old. Ooh, wee baby. And right. So we get up there and she ordered fajitas for two for Max and I. I said, Oh, order me fajitas. And I got there's fajitas for two. That's really not a good deal at Julio's. You know, it's like a dollar less if you get it for two, but it's just not as much food. And I was looking at the table and we got there. The good news is, is when I got to the restaurant, the food had just delivered. So you don't have to sit there and mm-hmm. talk to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I look at my, my sixth grade son. I said, Hey. This is a lesson in timing, young man. This is good timing. Sit down, your tea's ready, your food's ready, bada bing, bada boom. However, my son, the 15-year-old, just plows right through it all. Because it's a plate, double fajitas, and he just rips through it. I had one piece. (laughs) (laughs) One one piece. He's a really good dad. And I'm looking at him. And my wife just makes the comment when he got up to go to the bathroom. She said, God, Max, you look like a Ukrainian. <laughs> because we bust on each other's balls, too. But he looked very European because he is European. He's, he's Danish. Yeah. But he had on these sweats and this white T-shirt and these Adidas. And he's more kind of emo-y rocker than that. Yeah. But she said, Jesus, you look like you're from the Ukraine. And I said, I should look like I'm from the Ukraine because I'm hungry. <laughs> So we start this whole thing about him eating all the food. And I said, here's the deal when the waiter comes up. I'm going to talk. I'm going to say that you're a Ukrainian refugee. And that we brought you over here. And that you ate all the food. And I'm really hungry. And I think we need some more. And we'll see if he offers to do it on the house. Because truth be known, the serving was a little short. It wasn't quite. If we weighed it. It wasn't all there. It wasn't there? It wasn't all there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we did fajitas for two, and it was like fajitas for one and a half. You know, it just wasn't all there. So so I, I deserved a little more free food, <laughs> but I didn't want to start a scene. So I thought we could do it in comedy. Make a makes story. Sense. Yeah. Makes sense. I like your approach. Thank you. Thank you. And then my mother-in-law's there, and she's extremely tan. I mean, I don't know what the deal is with her, but like, t- but she looks very European, 
And then my wife, you know, she she could go however. She looks California, Swedish, Danish, whatever. But the kid, the way he was dressed and his hair flopping, very, we, we could pull him off as, as comrade. <laughs> He's like those those young Russians in the early seasons of The Sopranos, right? Yes. Christopher Moltisanti's friends. Yes, yes. Adidas on everything. On everything. So the guy comes up and I told Max, I'm like, I'm going to talk to you like you don't understand English. <laughs> and you go along with this, all right? And just say beef. That's all I want you to say. <laughs> beef. Beef. Waiter comes back home. Very some good waiter, fast talker. Hi everybody, everything okay? You know, any more iced tea? Any more anything? Any more chips? Any more? And I look at Max, Maximilian, and I'm waving my hand in front of his face. <laughs> Are you still hungry? You, you you look hungry. Do you want some more chicken, or no chicken or beef? Beef. Beef. And he looks at me, and the waiter's looking at him as. No, Dad, I'm all good. I'm full. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. And then I'm just looking at the waiter, and I'm just like, just bring me some more damn fajitas, dude. Damn kids, they all my food. My name is John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN. Give me the VIN. Chicka, chicka, chicka. Give me the VIN.com. Call in now. The next segment is where we offer um, on live radio to buy your rig, your Corvette, your Jeep Wrangler. Sports cars are doing real good. Um, for sure. Diesel trucks, obviously exotics and highlines. Porsches are doing very well because the production's so low. If you want to sell a 19, 20, 21, 22, 911 C4S or a turbo or hell, any Porsche is doing well right now. The newer, the better. But you can call in 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO. 800-800-7234. Give me year, make, model, miles. Average, rough, or clean. And I'll give you an offer right here on the radio. It's backed up by our company, Give Me The VIN.com, America's Best Car Buyer. And if Give Me The VIN doesn't beat a CarMax offer, they'll send you a check for $100. Be right back. Give Me The VIN.com presents The John Clay Wolf Show. We'll be right back after this. Now, back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now 1 800 800 Radio. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is the segment where we do cars real quick. Lane, good morning. You're in there. Hey, good morning. Yeah, man, I was just going to call and tell you that I did a deal with y'all, I don't know, about five, six weeks ago. And, uh, man, it, it was good. It was fair. It was easy. Did the check clear? And I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Check cleared. Whoa. Right. Woo. Yay. Close call. Sam, good morning. You're in there. Good morning, sir. What you got? Uh, 21 Denali, 2500. Diesel or gas? Duramax diesel. How many miles? 7,300 maybe. Damn near new. Um, Does 70 grand buy it? No. What buys it? Uh, 77. Uh, hang on, I'm straining on one. <laughs> Does it have a sunroof? It doesn't have a sunroof. It's got everything else. What color? Gray. What's window sticker? 81. Where you be staying? Uh, outside of Baton Rouge, west of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. 77. 
76. No roof. Come on, man. Don't be a ball buster. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. We couldn't make a deal on my 17, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about this one. Uh, yeah. You don't uh, be like my old lady and bringing up old stuff. We're talking about this one. It's today. It's now. 76. Check. I have to think about it loaded uh, up. Do you have a do you have a title? No, no, the bank has a title. What bank? Uh actually it's credit union. Pelican State Credit Union. Louisiana. Go Pelican! Go Pelican! Uh, if we even made a deal right now, would you honor it? What do you mean, would I honor it? Like, if we I'm made a deal. Guy. Okay, I could, <laughs> I could just hear in your voice, it's kind of like, oh, I don't know. I, you, I, I, don't think you, I don't think you care that much. I don't think that you're, like, ready to do something. I think you're just kicking around getting free insurance. Folks. I'd rather sell my CBO, Harley-Davidson, but you can only do one on the uh, air, the gentleman said. You true, know. true, true, true. Uh, See, I told you you didn't want to sell it. Okay, so I'll give you 77, Sam. So when can you bring it to me? Right now. Um, I have an office at Airline Drive. Right down 10 minutes from you. Or we have two buyers sitting there. Can you meet them there in 10 minutes? Uh, I'm actually dropping a load here in Hammond, Louisiana. I'd be in Baton Rouge in about an hour and a half. Okay. Then bring it on over. Bring it on over. And I'll, uh, and it's on air. You're on airline, sir? Yeah. If you go to givemethevin.com, click locations, you'll see it right there. It's in the, it's next to the, uh, it's between the Albertsons and the, in the hemp shop. Uh, will do. I appreciate you. Thank you. 10 four, good buddy. My name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best uh, car buyer. Give me the vin.com. Did he say he's going to drop a load? This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup. America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Dallas, Fort Worth, Washington, D.C., Houston, Los Angeles, Austin, Las Vegas, Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and like a hundred other cities I don't want to mention right now. 800-800-7234. Good morning, everyone. So my friend works at this company called Vroom. Vroom. Not Broom. Vroom. Like a V-R-O-O-M. Vroom. Vroom. Now I've got to do this sensitively because since... <laughs> Boy, you do. Or maybe even gently. Or not at all. Or not at all. <laughs> well, let, 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 let's test it. Okay. Okay. I mean, can, can, I, can I not talk about things in the news? You absolutely can. Go ahead. Let me find this. I'm going to stand over here. So, <laughs> this company got a new. What is his? Uh, Hi, Vroomians. Uh, I mean, right there. You can stop. Uh-huh. That's that's a little <laughs> overly cutesy. I for... recently joined this awesome pit crew as your chief diversity officer. Oh. Mm. <laughs> this worked well for Coke. What does that mean, Gigi? <laughs> that means you know a lot about diversity. Okay. He has a lot of plans. Mm-hmm. He's going to design both short and long-term actions for us to take. Mm. One of the most important things is have a good picture of how many 
colors, and individual facets that make up our pit crew at this company. And to get there, we're going to need you to fill out the personal information section. Myself, I'm cisgender. Is that what you call it? Cisgender. Yeah, cisgendered. Cisgendered means you're comfortable in the gender that you were born into. What is that? I don't know. (laughs) Is he a cisgendered? Wait. We haven't met. I have a little about me. I'm a cisgender gay Latin X person who identifies as a man. What's that mean, Gigi? (laughs) That means I need some more coffee. Wait, wait. So, you know what I mean? Like he identifies he he he's a gay male who's what, cisgendered. What's Latinx mean? I have no idea. That's an alternative. You know, the, the Spanish language uses male and female. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And they're like Latina, Latino, and so uh, cisgender females don't want to be called Latinas anymore, and cisgender males don't want to be called Latinos anymore. So it's Latinx, like for, Malcolm X for both. Yeah. No, wait a minute. Don't put Malcolm in there. Well, it's, it's, it's a Gigi's comparable. She's racist. She it's gets a angry when you I am. deal. I am, and I'm proud of it. Wait, hey, wait, do, you have my, do you have my racist drop? He's not a hater. He's a Texan. He's the accidental racist. I think Gigi's the accidental racist. With special guest GGX. <laughs> <laughs> Some things that, that, that this new fellow's going to do for this great company. Is he's going to move beyond? This is what we're going to do as a team. Okay. Together. Let's get excited. Come on, team. All, all five, yeah, here we go. 500 workers. We're going to move beyond the binary, beyond man or woman in capturing gender. gender. T. Turley, you thought the, like, the meetings that I put you up to were bad. <laughs> no, I can't imagine doing anything <laughs> like this email Being here. Being more inclusive when capturing race and ethnicity. How? What are you supposed to say uh, when someone calls? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just that's I'm just, just I'm, dumb. I'm just a reporter here, man. He's off, lady. Don't hit me with your shoe. Clarifying okay. disability to include mental health. Explicity. I can't spell. I can't read. And um, I didn't get drunk last night either. And this weird. No, just, yeah, I know. Maybe I should have drank. These are words you don't normally and, read. And being able to change your self-identification into this attribute. Let me try this line again. Clarify, Gigi. I need you to break break it down. Clarifying. Okay. We're talking about a what, what's this guy's role? Diversity coach. Diversity. The, the, the vice director. president, the director of diversity, diversity, introducing himself to the new corporate team. And some of his bullets is clarifying disability to include mental health explicitly and being able to change your self-identification in this attribute. <laughs> is that like when Peyton Manning yells Omaha, Omaha, when he sees the linebacker read this is going to rush him and he needs to go to the outside? He's calling an audible, yeah. Okay. So this is, you can call an audible in this company. <laughs> this is great. So great. This is so great. Omaha, Omaha! So great. So, I, what? This is so Are you great. really? Is that for you? No, this is true. This is not our company. No, no, no. Oh, no. okay. I'm trying to figure out, like, wait a minute. Now, this is the company that I made $2 million on shorting their stock. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> and there's your punchline. <laughs> <laughs> I 
You're so bad. There's so many great puns that go along with that. Short their stock. I swear to God, it started last November and took these long puts and started clipping it, man. I mean, rode that bitch down from 45 to a dollar and a quarter. Your investment dollars at work, baby. Oh my God. That's what Let's it's get all back about. to how they did it. Let's get back to how they did it. Hang on. Oh adding the fields like pretend no adding fields like preferred pronouns sexual affectionate orientation and gender identity Gigi, i need you to break it down i don't get it Add- wait a minute you got me with this sexually affectionate <laughs> what is that the magic hoo-ha translates okay just run this, through, run this through the magic hoo-ha and see what comes out the other end spank oh me gosh. daddy <laughs> I don't know. Adding fields. So this man wants to add fields like preferred pronouns, sexual parenthesis, affectionate orientation, and gender identity. Oh, for the for the information thing that you're filling out, they want to add new fields for okay, people that want good. those fields to fill out. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe they need a vice president of not losing money. Well, yeah. This is a car business, right? No, it's a fashion show is what I think it is. Right. I mean, Vroom, it's a car business. When did all this, if they had said he was like the chief engineering officer, this would shock me. But right. like chief diversity officer, I kind of get it. You know, mm-hmm. if, you've, if you've even got an, a, a worthwhile, useful office like that, this is how that person probably sounds. But the fact that this is a concern for a company whose stock has gone to a dollar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's wrong. And with here's the world. what we're gonna do when we get delisted by the New York Stock Exchange. <laughs> we're gonna be so diverse. We're not gonna call ourselves Vroom. We're gonna call ourselves Oom because the two letters in the beginning are two gi- gender and analytical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here's the real punchline. Those guys screwed me out of four hundred grand five years ago. And no, no, with a screw thing didn't mean sexually. I understand. I get it. Sexually affectionate. <laughs> I brokered the deal between Texas Direct and Vroom. They never paid me. Never paid you for it. It's supposed to be 200000 aside. Uh-huh. Nobody paid you. Last laugh, homeboy. Oh, my God. We'll be right so back. <laughs> You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. The guy's a blackout drunk. 800-800-RADIO. Yo, give me the VIN. This is the John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800 Radio. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. So did Amber Heard poop in Johnny Depp's bed again this week, Bob? No, I think they're 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 actually divorced and separated now. So his his bed is safe. Well, I mean, in the story, in the replay of the trial, I did not catch any of it. Well, this this came up. J.D. Ryan brought this to my attention. Some internet genius put together a Metallica parody featuring Johnny Depp's trial testimony about the uh, about the bed incident. Can you pause it? For those of y'all that don't know what I'm talking about, for those of y'all who live in a tree or just poke your head out on Saturday mornings to look around, Johnny Depp is going through a trial with his ex-wife, Amber Heard, whom he's suing for $50 million for, um, what do you call it, slander? Defamation. Um, Yeah, defamation character. Claiming uh, she made him lose the Pirates of the Caribbean role 
because she said he was a man beater. And this is actually interesting because it's mm-hmm. happened to a lot of people. I mean, there's plenty of guys out there that have been man beaters and deserve it. Sure. But there's also guys out there that don't deserve it. Sure. Gigi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's guys out there that are the victims. And because everything is, well, not everything, but there's a lot of biases against men. Um, they're assumed to be the perpetrator when they're not. So it's it's very frustrating and very unfortunate. But I'm glad that they're going through this publicly so that, you know, maybe others can see that it's not always the guy. Amber even says that. She says at one point, you think anyone's going to believe you, a white male? Were right. you the victim, really? I had a girlfriend in high school that was pretty wild. It was the same one that I told the story about last week, the Amber Heard one. Right. Mm-hmm. She had the bed pooping story. Remember Ew. I told this? Right. Yep. And now that I'm listening to this, same thing. Uh, there were some accusations of me doing. She she would lean to that sure. when she was mm-hmm. wasted and trying to cover weird stuff. And I was like, "What are you talking about? What if I call the cops? What if I tell people this? Yes. Yeah, right, 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 right. So those ones that are hot in the sack, man, you better hang on and have your spurs on. Probably just need a rope. <laughs> and Gigi mentioned this. It's true. Sadly, when the police are called out, the man is considered immediately mm-hmm. to be the aggressor. Always. But then, unless he's swimming against females in a in a controlled environment. Okay. <laughs> Did you get it? Yeah, I got it. Swimming. You know, so that when the police come to the house, the man is considered in the book to be the aggressor, and yeah. they must they must get him. He's stronger, meaner, all that stuff. But then we have men racing against women in competitive swimming. I know, right? What the hell? Exactly. Oh, right. That right. makes me so okay. mad and so frustrated. Let's play this. All right, so here's the, I guess, remix of the Johnny Depp pooping incident. Yeah, right. do you guys want to hear the, the actual story that started this deal? It's 40 seconds. Yeah. I've got it, I've got it on the Vox Pro here. Okay. I had gone to Mr. Bett and said, uh, she's at Coachella. I think it's a good time to go downtown so that I can get some of my things, you know? And he said, I don't think now's a good time to go. And I thought, it's the perfect time. She's not going to be home for two days. And then he showed me a photograph. What was the photograph of, Mr. Depp? It was a photograph of the bed, our bed. And on my side of the bed was human fecal matter. So I understood why it wasn't a good time to go down there. All right, so she left him a little calling card. He's such a narcissist. Listen to the way he's talking. Oh, God, yes. With his pauses, and he's he's so cute and so cool, he's going to win America over. He yes. knows it. He wanted this on TV. Oh, absolutely. Mm, All the smirks so. and smiles come on. He's going to charm America at Mm-mm. the trial. He kind of has, so. hasn't he? Amber and Johnny sound like my two kids fighting. <laughs> There was a teacup poodle, is what she says, or Mrs. Hurd. Your Honor, the poop was the size of the dog. Have you ever had a poop the size of yourself? <laughs> or even your forearm, for that matter. All right, here's the remix song of it. So grotesque. It was so bizarre. On my side of the bed, this piece of art. And I knew in my mind and in my heart it was a fecal matter. <laughs> <laughs> and she tried to blame it on the dog. 
weigh four pounds, fifteen of yours. I picked up their arm and was not a dog, cause it was human fecal matter. <laughs> she dropped a grumpy onto the bed. She was throwing shots at your face, at your head. So I grabbed her by the shoulders, and then I said, "No more fecal matter." That's good. That's so great. She never cared for things I say. She never cared for roles I play. I can't understand. I'm out and gone. Bob, Bob, oh, wow. do, you, do you understand the chorus? I didn't get the last part oh. there. <laughs> it it's was. obviously a home project somebody did because the you know slowing him down to keep it in in tune and in tone it, it, it distorted his voice a bit. But that's pretty ingenious, man. That's brilliant. There were quite a few memorable moments in the trial this week. This will be cut number two, Mike. Check out this one now. Amber's lawyers have really stepped in some dog stuff themselves objecting to his own line of questioning you didn't know what could cause damage to mr depp's hand while you were there on march 8th correct dr kipper told me he sustained an injury on uh, one of his well, fingers. Uh, rejection hearsay wait you, you asked the question oh, oh. <laughs> okay so he sustained an injury to his finger dumbass yes. lawyers <laughs> god almighty so he's a he asked the question he objected to his own question <laughs> one more time mike you didn't know what could cause damage to Mr. Depp's hand while you were there on March 8th, correct? Dr. Kipper told me he sustained an injury on uh, one of his well, fingers. Uh, rejection, hearsay. Okay, he said he sustained an injury to his finger. Yes. <laughs> wow. Objection, hearsay. Objection, hearsay. You know, from now on, everybody that passes him in the courthouse is going to go, hey, objection. That's hearsay. probably his paid expert lawyer. I mean, oh, expert yeah. witness. But you, but you asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> so, G, why don't you think he's a racist? I mean, a, a racist, a narcissist. Um, I don't. The behaviors that she appears to, or that she's accused of uh, exhibiting, seem more in line with narcissism to me. But he doesn't. Mm. Yeah, that's one of the is. stories we had this week too. You know, a forensic psychologist has uh, more or less provided a diagnosis for what she thinks is the problem with mm -hmm. Amber. All right. The crazy, beautiful complex is cut three. We spent 12 hours directly with one another. One of the primary things I learned was that she had a very sophisticated way of minimizing any personal problems, externalization of blame, tending to have a lot of inner hostility that is attempted to be controlled. There can be actually a lot of cruelty usually with people who are less powerful they can react violently they can react aggressively they will often physically prevent their partner from trying to leave sometimes they act in a kind of a girlish way to be cute and to a gender attention but they can be actually very very destructive but mostly we call this administrative violence so essentially this is saying that they'll make threats using the legal system so they might say that they are going to file a restraining order or claim abuse that person goes from being idealized the perfect person to dumpster dumpster and if mm -hmm. you'd like to get flowers for your wife this mother's day <laughs> go to gordonboswell.com around the corner or around across the country gordonboswell.com 
is America's florist. They send the good stuff, not the uh, prepackaged junk stuff. If you go to John Clay Wolf or JCWShow.com, there's a clicker there. So you're crazy lady, and you know you love her. We love her with you. You got to give her some flowers or she'll go crazy on you. <laughs> give any heart a little crazy on you. And uh, get her some flowers, dude. I'm telling you. Heads up. Week's worth of warning. One week warning. If you miss it, it's your own damn fault. GordonBoswell.com will hook a brother up. And you'll get that crazy bedroom time. Sure will. The happy and then the sad. And then the, oh my God, I can't believe I got mean to you. Remake. The remix. The remix is always the best. Always. (laughs) Get those flowers. Gordon Boswell. B-O-S-W-E-L-L uh, dot com. DJ Pre-K, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm blessed, baby. What's going down? I wanted to play your song. Yeah? But I don't have time. (laughs) (laughs) It's the thought that counts. (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate the thought. I've got 15 (laughs) seconds. Golly, man. One of these days, we're going to get there. Hey, it's all gravy, baby. I, I do want to get it in today. All right. My name is John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the V-I-N, like VIN number. Give me the VIN.com. If you don't beat a CarMax offer, I'll send you a check for $100. The John Clay Wolf Show is heard every week on great stations like 1027 WEBN, Cincinnati's Rock Station, and the Gulf Coast home of Classic Rock, Mobile, Alabama's 96.1 The Rocket. Catch the live stream now online at johnclaywolf.com. And we'll be back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show right after this. Saturday morning from the Wolf Radio Studios. It's time for the John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. 800 800 Radio. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. I can't wait till we get the music. Not next week, but the next week, not Mother's Day weekend, but the next weekend is when we start playing the songs between the segments, right? Yes, that 14. Perfect. This is a song that needs to get played out. Sometimes we start these songs and you're just really not doing them a favor by chopping them off. 800-800-7234. Good morning, Ozzy. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you for asking. This fella, restaurant reviews. Person leaves a scathing review that was BS about a restaurant owner. And the restaurant owner replies with a link back to his sex offender registry. Oh, jeez. That's a clapback. That is what you call a clapback. <laughs> you know, th- th- there's some bad reviews on this fella, this um, Madison Cawthorn. Oh, representative, yeah, Madison Cawthorn. North Carolina, he, once a bright young star in the conservative firmament, finds himself besieged by accusations and insinuations. Yeah. And much <laughs> much like the restaurateur. And videos are popping up. Video came out this week. He's in a car uh, with somebody else, and he reaches over, and he actually touches the driver. Well, he, it's his assistant. His, his assistant took the video. Sure is. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he says, I, this is a quote, 
not my words, his. I feel the passion and desire and would like to see a naked body beneath my hands. <laughs> the video then shows Smith reaching over to Cawthorn's crotch before the video ends abruptly. So it's Ooh. like, what are you doing? Oh, so his assistant's <clears throat> grabbing his crotch? Yes. So they're doing a group grope? Yes. Hello? Well, cocaine is a hell of a drug. It's a, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> wow. So and that's in a wheelchair, so that's like porno... That's taking it one step higher. You know, oh, no. You know, that's kind of like when they auto-fiscation or whatever. <laughs> oh, no. When you pull a, wheel, like, pull a wheel off the wheelchair and hang it around your neck while your assistant grabs your crotch. This guy is in some serious problems. Is that bad taste, Bobo? Why are you looking at me like that? No, I'm just thinking. Like, isn't I spent he, some time in a wheelchair. I can make bad cripple jokes. Isn't he? I wasn't even thinking about that. Isn't he like 23 years old or something? Yep, young guy in a wheelchair. Is he ready for this level of attention? Obviously not. I'll, I'll catch it. Besieged mm -hmm. by multiple scandals and salacious uh, accusations, Representative Madison Cawthorn, Republican North Carolina, is under mounting pressure from both parties to end his short career in Congress in rapid secession, Cawthorn, who entered Congress as... The, I've already got that. When, where's the stuff he's been doing? Uh, he tried to bring a loaded handgun onto a plane. What? Oh, what? Wow. what? Mm -hmm. And they have pictures of him in women's lingerie. What? But they say it was part of a cruise ship game. Yeah. But still. Everybody, everybody has those pictures. He's just wilding out. They need to call him Buck Wild. <laughs> <laughs> he is. That's what he's doing. Anything he wants to. He's falsely selling himself as the gatekeeper in his, uh, in his state to the former President Donald J. Trump. Uh, President Trump, that's the kind of, or former President Trump, that's the kind of. Good homies, you don't need. You don't need this. Yeah. Clapping mm -hmm. back on you. You don't need this. It's bigly. No, really bigly. Oh, my. Yeah, he's the gatekeeper to hell. That's what it seems like. <laughs> what was that, J.D.? Wait, did you hear what... Wait, wait. Did, did you hear what Gigi just said? No. Say it again, Gigi. He's the gatekeeper to hell. You gotta get up in that mic a little bit, but yes. Uh, Satan. Uh, you know, Gigi. Yes, dear? That's kind of my job. <laughs> to do what? Gatekeeper to hell. Oh, Satan. It is Satan, everybody. Now listen. Yes, it is. Yes, you, it no, is. no, no, no. You listen. Ooh. The pay is not outstanding, but I've had it a long time. Everybody there knows me. They put up with me. I try to make it fun for the new people. We're talking about uh, hell? Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hell. We just, we just got our first Applebee's. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Eating good in hell. I mean, good. Have you tried those ribs? I have. They are really good. They're to die for. Spicy. Forgive me, but my God. Right. <laughs> Outstanding. So yeah, I don't just. I mean, when you when you use phrases like "gatekeeper to hell," gee, yeah. just remember mm -hmm. that that might uh, you know that might reflect on somebody you know. <laughs> but, but Satan, I have a question for you. Oh, she's got a question for you, Satan. Yeah, I have a question for Satan. Does hell have a diversity officer? <laughs> nope. <laughs> no pronoun. Okay, on this day in 1970, Twiggs Linden, the road manager for the Allman Brothers Band, was arrested for murder after he stabbed a club manager during an argument over a contract. Wow. It sounds like Zeppelin's guy. Um, a little, yeah. Peter Grant. Yeah. At the ensuing murder... Oh, God, they had a murder trial. At the ensuing murder trial... Lyndon's lawyer uh, argued that he had been temporarily insane at the time of the incident, 
and that touring with the Allman Brothers would drive anyone insane. <laughs> Incredibly, he was acquitted. Wow. All right. In in that memory of Twigs Linden, the murdering manager for the Alden Brothers, we're going to run two backtrack songs right now. You call in 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO to guess the songs. Oh, Cut one. Yay. What do they win? I'll get there. I'll get there. Just follow my lead, homie. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is easy. Cut two. Eight hundred eight hundred radios are calling number. You win. What do we win, Bob? We're gonna get you some Allman Brothers music from our friends at Born Late Records. Also, John Clay will show T-shirt, a photo of us nice guys on the radio. We'll even sign it for you, and stickers and whatever the hell else we can dig up for you. So a prize pack with some Almond swag and some JCW show swag. Yeah, I got the Almonds icon set. So you got all the all the best Almond Brothers music to listen to. But you to. have to guess these two songs backwards. Cut one. Are you an Almond Brothers head? Call in now and win this thing. Cut two. You thought they were hard. I think they're easy, but I'm a, really? I, I'm a, that is true. When you think they're easy, I think they're hard. Right. Hmm. We have differences in opinion. The phone number again, 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO to guess these two songs backwards. First person wins. JD, what have you got in the news, sir? I tell you what, you talked about Ozzy Osbourne a moment ago. This Thursday, Ozzy? Sharon Osbourne shared the news that Ozzy has been tested positive for COVID. Oh, no. Cut number five. Ozzy was diagnosed, was like the middle of the night, our time. But um, I spoke to him and he's okay. I am very worried about Ozzy right now. Um, We've gone two years without him catching COVID, and it's just Ozzy's luck he would get it now. Um, But it'll take me a week to get my old man back on his feet again, and we're going to get a negative test by next week. Well, last year on this week, this day, the seven-day average, there were 51,351 cases nationally of COVID. Wow. This week, a year later, so last year, the COVID count on HOTS was 51G. This week, it's 57. Thousand? Mm. Thousand. Uh-huh. Now, deaths a year ago, COVID-related deaths a year ago, this week were 700 a year ago. This week, 2022, right now, 350. Mm. Less than half. Yep. So we're round, I saw somewhere Fauci said we're kind of rounding the corner on this deal. Not on the... um cases because the cases are higher than they were a year ago right right but on the pandemic phase he's saying i think maybe the vaccinations are are helping out a lot with that um white house chief medical advisor dr anthony fauci says the u.s is now technically out of the pandemic phase of covid19 it's cut number 10 we are certainly right now in this country out of the pandemic phase. Namely, we don't have 900,000 new infections a day and tens and tens and tens of thousands of hospitalizations and thousands of deaths. We are at a low level right now. So there you go. But Ozzy's got it. Though. You're 50% death versus last year, and you have more hot cases per this 
um, report that I get every week than you had this time last year. Right. Less hospital, ho- less hospitalizations and less deaths, though. Health woes for Celine Dion to postpone Europe tour. And if you look at a picture of her online, she looks like she's fixing to die. Oh. What's wrong with her? I don't know. She's looked like that for years, though. Yeah, she, she looks, looks like a skeleton. Right. Yeah, uh, she's but, 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 but she's always seen very sickly. Oh, Ozzy Osbourne, good morning. <laughs> she's always seen very sickly to me, Celine Dion. This is coming from you? Ozzy, I've got some I've got some people on the uh, Almond Brothers callback thing. All right. You want to do that with us? Okay, so let's do this real quick. Cut one on the replay of what Almond Brothers song this is. Run backwards. I've got it. I've got it. Hang on. Needle in the spoon. Hang on, Ozzy. Cut two. I've got you cut hard, you lying eyes. Neil, good morning. You're on the air. What is it? Hey, yeah, I'd like to take a stab at it. Okay. Um, uh, right, uh, first one, I think, is whipping pose. No. Martin, good morning. You're on the air. What's your guess? Uh, first guess is southbound. No. Brian, what's your guess? I would say rambling man. No. Raleigh, North Carolina, good morning. I don't know who this is. What's your guess? You know these North Carolina people are going to get it. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, Statesboro Blues. Yep. And Blue Sky. Yeah, wow. I mean, I knew right. it. I just knew it when I saw it. But Brian, I have bad news. Oh, no, what's your name? In rally? My name's John. John, I have bad news. My name's John. What's that? You're right, but you didn't win. Yay! What? Uh, what? I'll tell you why you didn't win, because Mike from North Carolina, also, of course, uh, called in first, and he had the right answer, and I was looking at his <laughs> right answer, grabbing you, hoping you had the wrong answer so I could keep the thing going. But when I, when I clicked and I saw North Carolina, I realized I just screwed up. Because I grabbed a guy from the deep south, and there's no way he's going to miss it. Right. <laughs> Why don't we do this? Why don't I just get another uh, album, and we'll just Yay. give away two this right. week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey. All right. Hang on. My, Mike, you're the real winner because you called in first. You there? Yes, sir. What's your guess? Uh, Statesboro Blues and Blue Skies. Yep. Go Gamecocks. <laughs> All right. So you've got number seven and number 11, DJ Pre-K. Those are your two winners. Send them both something. My name is John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. The next segment is going to be cars, where we make offers for Give Me the VIN on cars from you guys. So call in 800 800 Radio, year make, model mile, average, rough, or clean. Jeeps, diesels, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, the works. And remember, I'm, I'm shout out to all my homies out there and my ladies. Next Sunday is Mother's Day. Go to gordonboswell.com. You can find the link at jcwshow.com. That's where the podcast is. Get get your gal some flowers. You can get your ass to crack. Be right back. I got one more silver dollar. Oh. 
on the radio, all I hear is sell us your house, sell us your car, sell us your dog, sell us your wife, and sell us your children. My name's John Clay Wolf, and I created GiveMeTheVin.com. First guy to ever advertise, sell us your car on the radio. Been doing it 30 years. Everybody copied me, man. I got to come up with a new deal. No, I don't, because we're the best car buyer in the United States of America. GiveMeTheVin.com. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it in your underwear. You're listening to The John Clay Wolf Show. The guy's a blackout drunk. 800-800-RADIO. Yo, give me the VIN. to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is where we buy cars from listeners on the air, make offers for GiveMeTheVin.com. It's what we do during the week. Art, Nashville. Good morning. Good morning. 22 vet convertible, 200 miles. Um, What color? Red. 2LT, not a 3LT, automatic. Anything extra options to make it a bigger window sticker? Uh, no, I mean, we. I upgraded the fires from the factory. That's about it, the rims. Uh, sticker was around 92000 I'll give 100000 right, I'll think about that. Run it over our offices in, um, off uh, East Chase, Mount Juliet, Lebanon, right there. Just go to GiveMeTheVin.com and look at locations. Run it over there with the title. I'll get you a check for 100000 Durham in Henderson. Good morning. Good morning. 2020 Avalon Limited, 6,000 miles. Too hard to get in and out of. Wants thirty-seven grand. What? Uh, how many? What color is it? Silver. I take it it's got a sunroof? Yes. Never been opened. So, yeah, 6,000 miles. It's a big car. It's a good car. Um this 35 grand buy it i think you're a little long on the tooth at the 37. no why where are you coming up with your number well it listed for 45. did it really it's got it's hang on hang on it's got a window sticker of 45 grand yep all right i'll give 37. Um, same thing. We'll come pick it up. You can run it over to our office in Mount Juliet and um, go to GiveMeTheVin.com and load it up. Maggie, Austin, Texas. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. How are you? Just having fun. I just wanted to give a testimony of what, how easy this process is. And I had not... I waited a long time before I made the decision to actually sell the truck. Yeah. And Keith in Austin made it so simple, so easy. And when I went and dropped the truck off, he even took me to dinner, uh, took me up to meet my family for dinner. Give Pre- me a ride. Pre-K, are you there? Yes, sir. Do you remember this lady? Uh, She said Keith. But she said Austin. Oh, uh, no, she's in Austin. Oh. Who's oh. on first? I got you. I'm sorry. Because DJ Pre-K's real name is Austin Parkey Jr., and that's what I thought, Maggie. I'm sorry. I thought he. I thought so. So our guy in Austin, Keith, took you to dinner. 
No, no, he drove me up to meet my family for dinner. Oh, for I thought he was hitting on you. I thought he was hitting on you. I'm like, oh, my. No, no. Both of us are married, so. <laughs> but it was well, such you're an Baptist. easy process. Well, good. I'm glad that it worked out. It is easy. It, it took, you know, I've been, I've only been doing this 27 or 28 years, and it's like in the past two years is when people start believing that it's true. <laughs> well, it's true, and it's just super smooth, easy. You don't have to worry about people coming and test driving your car or anything like that. You just take care of business. Not trying to sell you anything. The only thing we're trying to sell, well, really, what we sell is money. Oddly enough, I mean that's mm-hmm. our that's the product that we sell is money. We we, we yep. take money and we buy cars with it, but the, but that's what we're selling is money, and it's our job to be at the top of the money ladder and get it to you as fast as we can. And thank you so much for calling in. Um, and I right, send, just leave your address somewhere so I can send you a fifty dollar testimonial fee. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it, Maggie. I'm oh, kidding. There I'm, you go. I'm kidding. Thanks. <laughs> My name's John Clay Wolf by Cars thank Little you. Radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Shoppers, you're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. 800 800 Radio. Just give them the vid. The John Clay Wolf Show. America's largest weekend morning show. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Dallas, Fort Worth, Washington, D.C., Houston, Los Angeles, Austin, Las Vegas, Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and like a hundred other cities now. John Clay Wolf. On the 20th anniversary of Andover, Kansas, tornado F5 disaster. Well, yeah, last night another one hit them. Wow, really? Not an F5. Looked like an F2 or 3 on the videos, but there's some good videos, man. Mm -hmm. These people are getting crazy. No reason people's trucks are getting thrown around. They're driving into the storm in the middle of it. Everybody's got a handheld camera, a video camera. And they're driving into these tornadoes and getting their asses blown off and wondering, and then they're heroes. Well, that one guy got a brand new truck. And then the next week, another guy got his ass blown off for driving into a tornado. Yeah. What what are the rules of driving? You're a tornado chaser. You're you're a chubby chaser, J.D. You get away from them. You don't get near. I've seen them pick up tractor trailer trucks and throw them like toys. I mean, you're do you get just, behind them? If you're behind them, are you good? If you're chasing, you can, you want to do right angles. So, but again, it, can it change and follow you? Sure. Does it normally? No. So when it passes you, can you get right behind it and like pull right up? How close could you get if you're no, crazy? It was, if it was going down the highway and it passed you, if by and chance, it's staying on the highway, okay. Can you pull right up to it on the backside? You can. Yes. I know you're not advising. Is it wise this. to do so? No. But can you do it? Yeah. If it's by chance going directly down a road, uh-huh. you could get behind it. Like how close? And do, well, I wouldn't get within a half mile. Like could mile. you t- touch your front bumper to it? No. No. <laughs> no. Because the tail can whip around. It can come back and get you. Oh, okay. Yeah. B- bitch slap? Yeah, it can. Okay. So how close have you gotten to one? Closest I've ever been is about a half mile where you hear it and you feel the um, pressure. You, you feel the pressure. You it, it makes a it starts to make a whine noise like, and then it turns into a growl. That's when it's close. Go, yeah, <laughs> so it's like a woman. Very much. Do the growl. Very I want to hear the growl. The growl goes. He goes. Oh, it's like the afterburner. <laughs> and then all the leaves from everywhere go directly that direction, pointing right at wherever the uh, wherever the tornado is. And you get the hell out of there at that yeah, point? Yeah, well, by then it's kind of too late. You're, with, you're within, yeah, it could, could get you at that point. So, 
when is tornado time? Now. It wasn't a month ago. It's now. There's not really a time. There's not a. There's not really like a hurricane season. Mm-hmm. This is not a tornado season. We've had them. We've had. We've had them in Texas. Christmas. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's not really a. Season. Why is Oklahoma, Kansas, Tennessee it's because the alley? That that area is is tornado alley because it's right where the Gulf moisture mm-hmm. comes up through Texas and meets the real high pressure areas that come in from the northwest, and that's kind of the center where everything hits so chicago pennsylvania do they have tornadoes at all sure yep you can have tornadoes anywhere but you can have them down in florida obviously uh but but that's just the concentration of where the gulf moisture meets the north the northerns the high pressure areas Mm -hmm. yeah what what's happening in the ukraine war this week i do not know i need an update Gigi, what's going on in the ukraine war (laughs) Okay, let me see. Pass it on. Pop over. quiz. <laughs> Take a hit of this, darling. You tell me, Bobo. I know what's going on in the Johnny Depp trial. <laughs> Sorry, I does don't anybody know, know anything about I, the Ukraine war? Russia, Russia has has upped their ante on rhetoric. They're saying, you know, you better you better stop giving weapons to these guys. There are supply chains coming out of Poland, and what the Polish do is they drive the supplies to the border, get out of the trucks. The Ukrainians cross the border into Poland, and the Ukrainians drive the equipment into the Ukraine. So technically, NATO has not driven equipment into Ukraine. Okay. But you know damn well it's coming from us in Germany and in Italy and England and Poland. Everybody. and NATO. You know, yeah, it's, that's that's what NATO is. It's what NATO does. So we're bringing these guys bullets to fire at Vladimir, and he is like, if you don't stop, I'm going to do what? Well, he He's says... He's going to continue advancing into his Russian... I mean, into his into Maripol. I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, Mari, Mari so he's Upel. still doing very bad things. Mariupol's already a, a done deal. I mean, it's going to take yeah. 50 years to rebuild that if they ever do. What he says is, the limit of his rhetoric is that I'm going to do something very swift and very extreme. Okay, is that nuclear? Well, he doesn't say so I mean, in so many words. But what else like could it, it be? What else would it be? What else uh, could it be? One day ago, Wall Street Journal, uh, Putin really may break the nuclear taboo. In Ukraine, he may. Why? Because he's insane. Yeah, I think Gigi, you told me weeks ago you thought maybe he was on his way out and just hasn't. Yeah, hasn't, I do, and he wants to go out in a blaze of glory. Did you see the video? Just hasn't revealed that to anybody. Did you see the video of him talking at a desk and he's hanging on. Yes, so tight. Yeah. Yes, I think that makes as much sense as anything else. The other thing is one opinion that I really trust is. Uh, Pat Robertson from the 700 Club. And he says, no, no, stop it. He says what they're going to do is they're going to go through Mulvania and they're going to go to Turkey, cross Turkey, get into the Holy Lands, uh-huh. and then it's on. Okay. Yeah, no, because we do it, two things you don't do in Israel. Bob's been you watching the CNN again. Don't mess with the Israelis <laughs> and you don't pay retail. That's what That's what he said. That's what Pat Robertson said. Johnny Depp's penis. Johnny Depp. In the world, everybody. During testimony of the Depp Amber Heard trial this week, Johnny's driver, his driver now, Starling Jenkins, was asked by her team, Amber's team, whether Johnny had his man business out when he arrived one night during an argument. By the way, for the for the record, the answer is no, but it also had the quote of the week. This is cut number one. When you arrived at the house and went in, was it just Mr. Depp and Amber Heard? Just Mr. Depp and Amber Heard. And when you arrived at the house, you could hear a ruckus, correct? Yes. 
Then you went in the house and saw Mr. Depp in the foyer, correct? Yes, correct. And Mr. Depp was trying to urinate in the foyer, wasn't he? No. Mr. Mr. Depp had his penis out of his, out of his pants, didn't he? I think I would remember Relevance. Mr. Depp's penis. I think I would remember Mr. Depp's penis. We have our own Australian man in here. He, he witnessed something in this regard as well. Australian man, are you there? Right, right. I've seen it all. Good morning, Australian <laughs> man. I've seen it all. Did you see Mr. Depp's penis? I happened to work on the set when they did the Black Pearl Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Part 7. All right. It hasn't come out yet. No. Johnny's in a bit of a bind. Well, he's got a crazy Sheila, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never met her. I've never met her. She's beautiful, though. Okay. I'd like to take a stab at that. So what happened on the movie set? All right. So Johnny. Johnny had just done one of these... Uh, he, he worships this journalist, like, does a lot of drugs and things like that. Oh. The fear and loathing in Los Angeles. Oh. Something like that. Yeah. Right. And he came on the set fresh from that, and he'd become, after the, after the previous productions, Johnny came on the set, all of a sudden he's a nudist. <laughs> <laughs> no, which is fine. Yeah. We all do that here, mate. Mm-hmm. Right. right. New Zealand, oh. you, if you've got clothes on, you're not to be trusted. I understand. So now when he's swinging around, you know, and for such a small guy, he's quite endowed. He's packing. He's right. quite endowed. All right. Well, right. You know, because you were there. sunbathing in New Zealand, Johnny Depp made his own shade. <laughs> right. Like a two-fister. Like a four-fister. Oh, wow. It's crazy. On that, can you take us out? With with Johnny Depp? <laughs> no, we've got to go to commercial break. Uh, I thought it was a cisgender thing. Right. <laughs> We'll be back with more John Clay Wolf, complete with shade, after this. Hey, the John Clay Wolf Show has what you need. Don't forget, one squirt of this, voila, no more COVID. Hit him up, 800-800-RADIO, and check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, the John Clay Wolf Show has what you need. Hit him up, 800-800-RADIO. 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Happy, happy, happy Saturday. The Cash Me Outside gal. Yeah. What, what, what's her, you know, cash me outside. How about that? From the Dr. How Phil show, yeah. I'm rich, They're going to drop a hammer on you and prosecute you to the full extent of the law. I do my time in jail. Jail ain't nothing. That's what I always do, and they never catch me. Ain't nobody going to catch me. Because you're too streetwise? Yup. And all these hoes laughing like something funny. Did you say the... The, the hoes are laughing? Yeah. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Catch me outside. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside? This is mouth. Oh, this so you want to take this outside? Because I think they can bring cameras outside. Really? Because I think I flipped you. You want to do it again? This is not the place. Hey, and this is not sit the down. Sit down. All right, Dan. Sit down. Well, she was actually pretty street smart, and she was a little ahead of her years. She's a wealthy young lady now. Fifty million dollars from OnlyFans with a lot, with a lot of tattoos. Her name is Fab Babby. No, it's 
<laughs> what's her stage name? Bad da- Babby. Dad Fabby? It's Bad Baby, but what? it's B H each bad time. Baba? So it looks like Bad, but it's Bad I, Baby. I feel, like, bad. I feel like Mushmouth. Give me Bumbles. Give me Bumbles. I'm the Obelix Fabbies. Anyway, Baby Baby. She says she's worth $50 million. And then she showed the paperwork that where she's made that much money on uh, fans only. Yeah, fans only. What? Only fans. Only fans. I'm only, sorry. fans. only fans. She be so be fabby. She be <laughs> so be fabby. So she grows $53 million, cleared $43 million after giving only fans their cut. And she bought a $7 million mansion estate down in Florida. Oh. And she paid cash, I think. So she did cash your sass. How about that? How about that? <laughs> what, is, what does she do? She's got a great rack, is what she's got. Well, wow. OnlyFans is, I believe, a porn site? Yes. Shady. I don't is that I really one of them? I really don't porn know. Porn sites? Gigi, will you explain to JD what OnlyFans is? How do I know? I'm trying to figure it out for myself. I think people go on there and they people pay them to Get naked. watch them. Show their business. Well, no, I don't think it's all naked, is it? Yeah, I do, I do not have an account. <laughs> Uh-oh. Here Wait, comes. who's got the account? Bobo? You know Bob. B- Bob, do you have an OnlyFans Pre-K? account? Pre-K? Who's got it? <laughs> I, I don't. Should we get a... I'm shocked that you asked me. Should, <laughs> we should make an OnlyFans. Yeah, no, but the thing about OnlyFans is that you pay. You and pay And I don't do that. Clearly. Yeah, I don't What are you paying for? That. Is it just porn? It's for Faba Baba to get naked These, for you. Oh. From what okay, I understand, so these naked. individual people will do what you request for a fee so oh. it's not just general what it is it's just like new orleans where you walk down bourbon street and put a dollar in the window the window comes up and ah. and you've got a transvestite talking trash to you um for a fee but why would you pay for that and i say that because that happened to me <laughs> are you serious yeah i went into a tranny bar and i did not realize it when on my um bachelor party back in 97 <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking of all the places we can use that drop. And so I went into a tranny bar. <laughs> I did. And I was sitting in there, ordered a beer, and then and I, then I realized where I was. I was like, wow, man, I'm in the wrong spot. <laughs> or this, this am is, I? This is what they're talking about <laughs> in wild New Orleans. That had to be educational for you. Then we walked across the street to Rick's to, to change the palette. There you go. Which was good. Oh, this, this lady, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, this I can't even pronounce her name. Homeland Security Secretary Nina Jakovic. Okay. She has a new music video. She is the disinformation <laughs> czar. Is that true or is that just a joke? Yeah, let me run this by you okay. right quickly. John emails me last night around 9.30 and said, get your Nina Jankovic clips ready. And I was like, what? I, and I answered. I've never heard of this person. Like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? So I went and looked her up. The reason I hadn't heard of it, by the way, is they're only talking about her on newsmax and, and only fans new york post and fox news so i so i missed it fox <laughs> news sucks but i looked her up and she's she's trained in russian she's got a degree in in russian culture and language and she's a disinformation specialist so the white house in their eminent wisdom department of homeland security have appointed this lady as like the the disinformation czar at the office of Homeland Security, <laughs> right? That's that's obviously that's an overreach just from the start, right? But you know who's up in arms about this? No, 
Newsmax, and the New York Post and Fox News. There's, she's gonna she's gonna curb our speech. Well, what's it? What, what's her what, job? Yeah, I know. Well, it's, well, <laughs> it's her job to be aware. Geez, I why I think it's be... her job to be aware of it. And do but what? Here's the thing. And so she's what? the evil villain against Elon Musk's movement. Here's the thing. Yeah, she's not gonna like limit my speech because I'm informed and I'm aware of something oh, we have called the First Amendment. Informed. It's not me. It's when all those weirdos get to talking to each other. That's how we wind up with a riot on the Capitol. It's those weirdos. Oh, yeah, the Viking horn guys. People. The Viking horn guys. <laughs> The QAnon guys. Right. And I'm not it. saying they should be limited either. <laughs> I'm just saying that's why they thought maybe it was a brilliant idea to to appoint a misinformation czar. Totally unnecessary. Let's totally see. unnecessary. If I didn't know better, I think you're making this up. Well, no, like, what is she going to do, though? Here, she's going to rap about it. Hit it. Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So, disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. That's really her, by the way. It's how you hide a little hide a lie. It's how you hide a little hide a lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared that intel from Ukraine. Or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain. They're laundering disinfo and we really should take note and not support their lies with our Wallet voice oh. <laughs> wow. That's really I looked her, her up on Wikipedia and it's where I found out about her her background and, and education. And there's a side note on close to the very bottom that says Miss Jankovic is also very interested in musical theater. <laughs> of course. No joke. Yeah. You don't say. So, so I don't know if they added that in just the last day or so since that video came out. But yeah, the Mary Poppins thing. Oh, that's great. That's what they're talking about over New York Post. Tax dollars, hard at work. Hard at work. Right. Did you see where our hot little uh, lady, AOC, um, was trolling Elon Musk? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was writing, you know, she was bitching about his um, reproach and approach to free speech. Free speech. And he, um, on Twitter... I bet he cut her down. Why would you put, you know, let billionaires handle political issues like this? And this is too much for Dr. Evil to have. I'm assuming that's her. Yeah. Yeah. And and, did uh, she say Dr. Evil? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And he wrote back, basically, cash me on side, bitch. But he he said, hey, I'm a shy guy. Please quit hitting on me publicly. (laughs) Because she said that so many times in the past, right? When somebody talks, when when some right winger talks about her, she's like, "I know what they're doing. They're they're trying to hit on me." <laughs> so so he's turning that back on. I love it, man. Twitter is the place to be, kids. That's all I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you. Great. But she got him too. She told him she was talking about Mark Zuckerberg, not him. Oh. Is that right? That's how she responded to oh. his comments. Well, that hurts. But D- DM me uh, your <laughs> phone number and text me the hookup spot. How about that? He's single. She's single. Uh, that would be the best power couple of all time. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Ever. That'd be so funny. I don't care. Except I, she wouldn't live in his little house. I dig her, man. She's too democratic to live in a small house. Crazy beautiful. 800-800-7234. radio We sold AOC's Lamborghini this week at the uh, Dallas Auto Auction. Really? Yeah, cut two. Didn't know she had one. 
394's up. I better give it a 21 model. I better give it a Lamborghini. I better give it an Inman Hound. I better give it a Nashville. I better give it a Green Line Ride and Drive. I better give it a 275. I better give it an Al Haiti. I better give it a 3 We sold three of those in a row. Actually. Three in a row. Three in a row. Dear Lord. Sold fifteen hundred and twenty cars. Uh, around the country, but via we hub them through the Dallas Auto Auction like a syndication thing. But like that one was in Nashville, okay. And then we have another one in Mannheim, Pennsylvania, and we have another one in uh, Salt Lake City. It's 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 lots in Florida. You know, we, give me the Vin.com. That's the weekday job. That's what I do during the week. Is I started this company 28 years ago, rebranded it, give me the Vin.com eight years ago, and we were literally the first people to do this sight unseen internet buying thing and everybody thought it was a scam oh right i'm gonna put a vin number in a website and you're gonna magically show up at my house with a check sure you are and then the competitors all copied us and now their stock is doing poorly (laughs) but ours is doing well yes very well uh here's another one why why is it johnny cox edition here's a I gotta go. Yeah, I don't have time. Mm-mm. Oh man, you're so pushy, Turley. I'm sorry. Someday. All right, well then you handle it. You can take us out. <laughs> Someday we're gonna learn how to do the end of an hour. We'll be back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show right after this. The John Clay Wolf Show is heard every week on great stations like 93.7 KLBJ, The Rock of Austin, and Utah's best rock station, Rock 106.7 Salt Lake City. Catch the live stream now online at johnclaywolf.com. And we'll be back with more of The John Clay Wolf Show right after this. This is The John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup! America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcw.com or johnclaywolf.com. From the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. Call John, toll free, cheap bastards. 1-800-800-RADIO, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. Wall Street is crashing. Mm. Everybody's screaming. The rags are screaming. Wall Street's crashing. The tech sector kind of did. Bezos lost twenty b- 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 billion in net value of himself this week. Can you imagine? Can you imagine twenty billion? You go. That's a bad week. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the that's the Amazon guy, right? Yeah. What yeah. the hell happened there? It's just all, all these tech stocks have been oversold or coming down. That's what's going on. Bubble. They're and, all bubbling. You know, and, and, and Elon's buying Twitter. And he sold, I don't know, $8 billion worth of Twitter stock to, to make the down payment on his loan for Twitter. And, and um, Tesla, wait, did I say $8 billion of his Twitter stock? Eight yeah, billion of his, Twitter stock. $8 billion of his Tesla stock. Oh. And so oh. Tesla came down like 10%. And the shareholders are all pissed, thinking that he's getting too spread out and that he just cost them 10% of their value. Sure. Um, Carvana's lost like 10% a day for the past three days, four days. I mean, it, it's an adjustment. The, the Dow's down like 32.9. Uh, 
But I mean, it's too high, guys. It's oversold. It needs to come down. Interest rates came up. They needed to come up. I mean, a a, a two by four costs 20 bucks. (laughs) I know. We got to curb this inflation down. We're going to slow her down, gear down. It's over revving, it's running away. Sure. When when an airplane starts overspeeding, there's a barber pole on an airplane that shows the airframe maximum airspeed. This bitch is over the uh, the barber pole. She's got to pull the throttles back, and that's by raising interest rates and slow it down so it doesn't break apart. Heavy buffeting. So nothing's happened. It's just an adjustment. It's a it, it's a real world adjustment. I I think the the crash that they're crying about has not happened yet. I believe that the market we will have a 08 day October 08. Is that when it was? When you believe that? Oh uh, yeah! Wow! Yeah. Here's how real it is, JD. Berkshire Profit actually took a loss first quarter. This is Warren Buffett. If anybody knows how to navigate times like these, <laughs> Warren Buffett ought yeah, to. I mm-hmm. love his kid too and all his music. Um, so so Buffett took a hit. You're talking about Jimmy Buffett? Yeah, Jimmy's his kid. Yeah, it's just okay. it, it's it's just adjustment time. And remember what I said about fuel prices? This will trigger the Wall Street crash. If you, get, if, you did say that. If you listen between the lines, you might learn something. So the summer of 08, mm-hmm. diesel went to six bucks a gallon. Bear Stearns filed bankruptcy out of nowhere. And then October is when she came on down. So diesel went to $6 a gallon, what, a month ago? Six weeks ago? Right about, yeah. Here we go. Here's a big buffet. Here's an, here's the first level of adjustment. And then the next level of adjustment. So rates are up. Oh, my God. You know, and then all this housing boom. Now people aren't going to be able to afford the payments on them. Uh, the, the next level, where are we? What, what's the date? Almost May 1st. Okay. I'm going to say the real hit will be August. Wow. That's about the time of year, sure. Yeah, yeah I, That's I, when I, it always happens, right? It scares me when you do this because you're strangely right so many times. I just pay attention, man. Yeah. I couldn't pass a class, but I can yeah. I can pay attention. There's, gotta, there's a difference. You got a sixth sense for stuff like this. My 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 son's having trouble in school. And, um, have you had him tested for learning disabilities? ADHD and all that. Dyslexia. I'm like, yeah. And how did that turn out? I'm like, that's the only test he passed all year. <laughs> <laughs> He's lazy. Hundred percent. Kids lazy. No. They call Please, all man. the time. Who? The teachers. Calling about what? About Johnny farted in class. Oh, geez. Johnny handed Susie a note. Johnny was mean to the substitute. Do you feel they're picking on him? Uh, yeah. Okay. Because the way you presented it is like they're calling all the time unwarranted. They're bothering me. There you go. Okay. They're picking on me. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, Johnny ain't done nothing. You want to see some real stuff, you should go pull my transcript. <laughs> you want to hear about some stuff. Right. I mean, what they're calling me about is literally 25%. He's doing exactly what I did, mm-hmm. but he's doing it about 25, 75% less. And I wasn't a troublemaker, but I was no. the class clown. But he's doing it. 20- I got sent out to the hallway, you know, once a week in one of the classes for something. You know, I, I probably went to the principal's office between first grade and 12th grade oh, 60 times 
Oh, you know, yeah, but this guy's doing it about 40 years too late, too. It's changed up there, yeah, man. He's doing it in 2022 when everybody's super hyper worried about everything. Or the, the friends, they start cutting each other down. The kids. Yes. Yeah. They're a friend group doing normal friend stuff. And, and that, they, the teacher's got to call. Principal's got to call. Everybody's got to call. Call, 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 call. I talk to other parents. Same thing. Sure. When you ask if they're picking on them. I say no because yes, no, because they're doing the same thing to all my friends. My friends that have kids yeah, in the same yeah. school, same. They must just call teachers, parents all day long. All day long. <laughs> I want to turn them in for bugging me. There was a survey out this week of a thousand parents nationwide. What's the worst age for kids? 14. How old's mm. your son? Yeah, he's just turned 13. 13. Took the 15-year-old last night driving after dinner. Mm -hmm. And his grandmother's in from Denmark. And she wanted to ride with us because she wanted to see her grandson driving. Sure. I'm like, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> you sure you're down for this homegirl? Hang on, Grandma. Yeah. And she doesn't, her English is, eh, you know. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> but everyone understands the scream. So we get in the car, and I pulled up. When, when, when I parked parallel, right. I pulled up close to fit to the car in front of us. And I'm like, what are you going to do? He's like, well, I need to turn my wheels to the left and pull out, but it sure is close. I'm like, it sure is. Uh, you think you're going to make that? Well, no. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going to put it in reverse. Okay. Anyway, we get out on the highway. I said, let's go to the highway. It's Saturday night. There's not going to be many people on the highway. It would be a good time for you to get some interstate time. And we get out there, and I'm wrong. It's full of drunks, and everybody's hauling ass. It was the worst time in the world to have him out on the interstate. Was he and gripping like, that steering wheel tight? Yeah, and I, I reach over, and I grab his, I, I feel his forearms to see how tight he's grabbing the mm -hmm. steering wheel. Mm -hmm. Like, loosen up, loosen up. Stay in your lane, stay in your lane. Bring it up, bring it up. 55, 55. I mean, I'm just busting on his balls. Oh I'm, I'm calling speeds. 55, hold it at 55. Hold it up the hill at 55. Hold it down the hill at 55. You're going 50, buddy. You're going 50. I said 55. And I'm just on him. Boom, boom. He, he's really doing well, but you have to remind him a lot. And then we got back. This is what's so funny about kids. They ride around with their dad and their mom for 15 years, 16 years, mm -hmm. paying zero attention to anything. Yes. They know nothing mm -hmm. about anything. We get within half a mile of our house. Okay. It's up to you. You're getting us home. Oh. Well, it's nighttime, Dad. I really can't see that well. I said, son, you've been driving these streets all your life. I mean, you walked on where we are right now. Right. You really not know where we are? <laughs> I said, I'm not saying a word. I'm not here. It's up to you. I'll ride around with you all night long. I am not talking until you get us home. And so he took a right. He did the right thing. He's heading down where you should take a left to go to our house. There's a good song on the radio. And I look over at him and he's kind of feeling good. And he's, he's singing along a little bit and he's smiling. He's having a cruising moment. And he just blew right through the turn. <laughs> Didn't see it. And then I was. And then we came up to another place where he, he, you could tell he was slowing down. Well, I was lost. Yeah. yeah. He's like, do I turn here? I said, we well, sure as hell aren't going to do it from this lane to the left. I said, you better go on. You can't do it from here. I said, turn around. He got all screwed up, and he's like, I'm lost. I said, well, that's your you problem. You find your way home. And we went around for 30 minutes, screwing around, doing nothing in neighborhoods. And finally, his grandmother from the backseat, the Danish grandmother, after we looped through this four-way stop four times in four different directions, she said, Take a ride. <laughs> <laughs> the only English she knows. Right. She's from Copenhagen, Denmark. She's been here four times, and she knows that you're how to get to your house. What is wrong with you, McFly? 
What is your primary disability? Take a ride. Then here's the deal. When you start riding with your mother and myself, I want your phone on. I want you to put our destination and start keeping up with the hell you are. Because oh. it's time to wake up. John, I've got the app for you. What? Life 360. What's that? So my son just passed his uh, driver's yeah, and he's got his license Friday. So hey, the first thing we do is we put a GPS on his phone. Really? Yes. Tracks him everywhere? Everywhere. It's Life 360. Does he know it? Oh, yeah. We had the conversation. We oh, told him, and he's like, well, you don't trust me. I was like, well, we're also responsible for you until you're adult. But yeah, we don't trust you. That's simply, I was like, it's, that's what it is. I'm you're, sorry. You're on my insurance. Everywhere? Everywhere. Even the liquor store? Anywhere you go. So <laughs> wow. he had, So you put in the destinations of uh, places that he goes frequents, and you can you can read these. What what are the locations? So like my work, my, Sabrina's Dad's work. Dad's slave shop. That's where he puts for my work. <laughs> Home, Jody's gym, posh, rich boy school. That's his school. That's his school. <laughs> oh, he's a smart ass. Oh, yeah. Terrible yeah. smart ass. Yeah. High maintenance machine is what mom's place is. So you can put all these locations that they go. This is what you need, John, right here. Life 360? Yeah, Life 360. It follows them everywhere. You know it. It alerts them when they make it to these locations. It's it's pretty damn cool. So. And what are they paying for this endorsement? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Let me turn I have it on my daughter, and it got so bad I quit looking because I didn't oh, want to okay. know. These. The fake IDs these kids have today, dude, oh, they're bet. so good. They're, I mean, you know, we thought we had some fake IDs. We mm. had nothing. <laughs> we had nothing. They go to China, 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 and they get like <laughs> state issued driver's license with the holograms that swipe in the damn oh. computer swipers oh. that register properly. Wow. I'm like, right, we're all like, wow. What does that cost? I mean, I hate that. Like seventy five dollars. Oh, that's not bad. I hope we were paying that for the ones where you hold up the. I mean, in our dorm room in okay. college, we literally had the poster board right. that you hold up that's pre written with your face in it and take a picture behind a backdrop. Yeah. And then you take it down to Kinko's and laminate it and give it to your nearest bar bouncer but and get hoping, in. You're hoping in a dark bar that'll pass. We did. But it these worked, are real. It worked all the time. It was mm-hmm. wonderful. But these are real. I mean, I was like, could you hand this to a cop? What would it show? I mean, I don't... China's the king. I mean, look at Louis Vuitton purses. Look at all their forgeries. They're the kings of forgery. Sure. Yeah, if you think your kid can't get a good fake ID, you are mistaken. I was... Sh- we were... Uh, yeah. They, they And they buy like four at a time. Oh, sure, because they're going to get... They're going to lose a couple. If they lose one, yeah. or they, like you go to, you know, place like... Uh, some of the hard ones that, yeah. that are really, really super on it, they're going to pop you. And then I have no big deal. I got another one. All right, we'll be right back. My name is John Clay Wolf by Cars and Radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. On the radio, all I hear is sell us your house, sell us your car, sell us your dog, sell us your wife, and sell us your children. My name is John Clay Wolf, and I created GiveMeTheVin.com. First guy to ever advertise, sell us your car on the radio. Been doing it 30 years. Everybody copied me, man. I got to come up with a new deal. No, I don't, because we're the best car buyer in the United States of America. GiveMeTheVin.com. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it in your What have you got there? Divine inspiration. America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. 
Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. We got a lot of good car calls on here this morning. One of the guys was getting divorced, but he just bailed. I guess he had to go chase his wife. Yeah. Or the PI called him. Bailed again? And said that he just saw her with another man. Right. Have you ever hired a PI? I never have. I've always played it myself. I did it once when I was getting divorced. And it was quite a comedy of comp phone calls. How so? Just like the, the investigator calling you, telling you what's going on. Oh, uh, yeah. Because this guy was just really easily excitable. <laughs> so he was keeping me excited over nothing. Sure. Well, you know, I'm right here to following her down the deal. And, and this person, I mean, do you know anybody with a white shirt? Uh, <laughs> yes, I do know someone with a white shirt. Uh, <laughs> maybe yeah. that's him. Maybe it is. This guy likes coffee. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, after like five calls, I'm like, just take a bunch of pictures and we'll send them all to me and I'll figure it out later. I, I don't need you calling me every five minutes at every turn at every block. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Anyway, what's that have to do with cars? It has nothing to do with cars. So give me the VIN.com. We buy people's cars. And here's a guy, um, James. Yes. Bronco V6 Outer Banks. Is it a four-door? It is a four-door. It's a 2.7 V6. Okay. What was sticker price? Uh, the sticker is 54185. 54? Yes, sir. Um, okay. The, they came down. They, they were, uh, I, I see where it says you want crazy money. And they brought crazy money, I don't know, three months. No, they came out in October. Is that right? I think the car's worth um, 60. 60 grand. 60. How many miles do you have on it? So you just took delivery this week? Yes. Um, have you paid for it yet, or are you just fixed to go pick it up? I'm, I'm on my way to pick it up. Right. <laughs> He's um, already selling it. I'll, uh, you know, I'll give you 10000 profit. 10000 Yeah, I mean, that's sixty-two, right? Okay, yeah. I'll... Uh, You'll call everybody else I'll, I'll and their look. mother and your broker and your bookie <laughs> and see if you can get me beat by $250. <laughs> that's what you're going to do. <laughs> and you have fun doing that. That is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I know it's what you're going to do. All right. All right. <laughs> Free insurance is what we call it. All right, later. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com and load it up, and um, it'll bid it immediately. My name is John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio. For America's best car buyer, GiveMeTheVin.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. It was the greatest gift, and he wanted other people to experience it. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Dallas, Fort Worth, Washington, D.C., Houston, Los Angeles, Austin, Las Vegas, Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and like a hundred other cities I don't want to mention right now. Give me the van. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Give me the van. The John Clay Wolf Show. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Dallas, Fort Worth, Washington, D.C., Houston, Los Angeles, Austin, Las Vegas, Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City. Presented by GiveMeTheVent.com. What about Miami? Miami's a big place. Charlotte's a big place. You're leaving a lot of people out, man. About the big DFW 92.5 Lone Star having a party when July? Yes, sir. Yeah. Somebody asked me, are you having a big party this summer? That's going to be so Uh, great. I'm like, I don't have any party plans. (laughs) Like, well, it's all over the radio. I was like, oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) They've been promoting it so long, I forgot about it. So we'll talk about that a little more. We'll meet our fans. That was fun. We did it a few years ago. Where is it this year? I believe it's at Dos Equis Pavilion in <laughs> Dallas, Texas. Oh, it's the Starplex? The old Starplex. Oh, that's going to be a big one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, I'm, G- I'm getting so geeky about this. Do you know I've never seen Ario Speedwagon live? 
the Hope They Play Before They Die Tour. Right. <laughs> GG. Our yeah. boy Alex Stein, primetime Stein 99, that goes mm-hmm. around and trolls these city councils. Mm-hmm. He got him again this week. How? What did he do this time? He was sexually <laughs> assaulted in the metaverse. This is what? in uh, the city council of, was it Allen, Texas? I don't Somewhere know. Somewhere down there? It's pretty good, though. Hit it. I was recently sexually assaulted within the metaverse, and I recently ordered a device from China that hooked up to my... Uh, there's some children in the room, so we have to be very careful of the words I use, but hooked up to some orifices of mine. And it was actually, they say on the manual, I don't know if you're familiar with it, Dave, but it's actually indistinguishable from actual physical intercourse. And I'll be honest, I was, I was having a good time until things got uh, wildly insane. Other people's avatars were starting to take advantage of my avatar, and I felt, I felt helpless. I felt out of control, Dave. For the first time in my life, you know, I'm a tech guy, and this equipment was being used. A, a, a gargoyle was doing stuff to me. Uh, somebody like Wendy's, the girl from the sandwich shop, uh, you know, the hamburger, popular hamburger place was doing stuff to me. So when I'm inside the metaverse, that's my second home. That's my second life. That's where I really grind and shine. I know I have a lot of flamboyance now. I'm handsome. I'm tall. I, you know, you think I check a lot of boxes here, but in the metaverse, I'm 10 feet tall. I'm balling. I got wings. Ah, ah! I'm like a bird. I'm flying. You can't do that here. But that doesn't give them the right to sexually harass me or sexually assault me. But I'm telling you, Dave, it can very easily happen to you. I don't know if you have an online account, but I'm telling you. He's you talking to the mayor this, the of a city. 69, oh you plug this thing into it, you literally, it plugs into you, it feels great. But somebody on the other end can take advantage of you. <laughs> so, <laughs> the Oculus 69. So what was the subject? I mean, does he just go up there and he can just talk about anything? He BSs his way to get on their agenda. Okay. And then they must take him and give him his two minutes of public hearing time. Yeah. And he's wearing a Biden cap and a, like a I love Cali t-shirt or something. Right. In Allen, Texas. Right. And he, he, he starts off with something about the Dallas Cowboys. And because I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan and they're going, I'm mad at them right now. And, and I'm here because look what happened to me. You know, <laughs> just so ridiculous. <laughs> he gets their attention and they're listening closely and he throws... Rapid fire, a lot of detail, so they have to listen closely. And once he's got their full attention, he's like a magician. Then he takes that rabbit out of the hat and shakes it at you. I and you're like, wow. Was sexually assaulted in the metaverse on Oculus 69. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, then just read up because it's too much to explain. But this metaverse is just ridiculousness. You know what else was ridiculous, Turley? Talking about. So I had to sit through a parole board hearing this week. Oh, it's not for uh, for one of our what? former employees. No, no, it's not parole. It's an unemployment. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> parole. Yeah, yeah, same thing. And <laughs> so, when you get fired and you want to file unemployment, if this guy was let go for insubordination, and we had a hearing and we won. Because he wanted to file an unemployment, like we did something wrong, like we let him go, like we laid him off. Sure. We didn't lay you off. We fired you. Right. For this, 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 this. And then he appealed it, and there was another hearing, and we were unaware of it. So he won the appeal because we did not show. However, we have a tape of the appeal with the employment board. I cannot play no, it on the No, we're not playing that. No. <laughs> but I listened to this, and I was fascinated huh. with the things that he accused go on at my office at gimmethevin.com. I mean, this guy was just lying. 
just making stuff just up. Just lying. Oh, yeah. What kind of stuff? Well, you got raped by the metaverse. Right. In <laughs> <laughs> my HR lady's like, do you really want to jack with this one or just let this one go? And I'm just like, man, I'm pretty busy. Let's just let it. Let, let, he's 65 years old. The truth is, is he's an older fella. He doesn't want to leave. When they told him, in the, in the, the state examiner said, when they told you to go home and you're let go, did you leave? He said, no. He's like, why? He said, because I'm 65 years old and I like it here. And they serve lunch every day. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it's a really good environment. And and I like my desk and I just didn't need to leave. And but he walked through like so we have different managers and they have teams. And he went through two different teams. He'd been fired from another team previously. And then he went to this next team. Then he got fired for that team. And his problem is, is he's a effing know-it-all. Mm-hmm. Mm. He just knows it all. He, his managers, he's very combative with his managers. Sure. They say 50 grand on the car. He's, oh, it's worth 52. You're wrong. You're wrong. Is he an old car guy? Yes. Okay, well, there oh. you go. And, he, and he's talking, I know how to book out a car. I've been doing this for da-da-da years. And I, NADA and this, that. That's all great, what the books say. But when the markets adjust, we're the ones laying the money out. <laughs> you're not. Sure. And your book doesn't buy them. And we do, and we don't want to lose because you think you know it know it all. Right. But it just went on and on. But then he drags in one of our nice little guys. Yes, you know, who? That, Bo. He did not. Yes, he, he did, did not. Oh, he did. no. Not Bo. He said, well, when there's this one guy that everybody hates, his name's Bo. What? Oh. Yeah. What? Everybody I've got this on tape. Everybody loves Bo. I understand. <laughs> everybody hates him. And... and when when they fired me off that first team, it wasn't they weren't firing me. The other guy was getting rid of Bo, and he did a switch. So Bo left this team and went to that team, and I left that team and went to this team, and they did it because they hate Bo. Oh my God! <laughs> Nothing can be further from the truth. Right? I mean, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And we went from hating Bo and free food to I'm 65 and know what cars are worth. I love the free and these food. guys are wrong. I'm just like this is the damnedest. I, I wish I could play it on the. Road. I'm trying oh, to. I'm trying to think of who it is, man. Because I don't. We well, don't we're not going to name them. Anybody that old? We're not going to yeah. name them. Yeah, we do have people. That oh yeah, we do. How did I know that? That's why we're not. That's why you're not in HR. <laughs> <laughs> that old. That's great. Oh, yeah. Jesus. No, it, it, it was uh, long and fascinating to hear, but if him just cussing. Throughout the hearing. Oh, oh F Just bomb. dropping all oh, that. Yeah. Bomb, How F- long did this guy work here? Had I missed this? Like four months? Yeah. Uh, okay. like that, yeah. People coming. Okay. <laughs> not a whole lot. That's yeah. pretty quick, though. Yeah, he was He was a guy that obviously was not working out. He got shifted to another team. To, you know, I don't like to let people go. Not at all. We barely you, ever fire anybody. The king of the fifth so, chances. So instead of letting him go, we shifted teams. Sure. And tried him on a different team. You're not working in basketball. Let's try you over here with yep. a different coach. Exactly. And then that guy was like, get the hell out. <laughs> and the one thing my guy did do wrong, if he did it, was he cussed when he fired him. Yeah, I don't. I didn't get to hear that part. I get to mediate in, in mm-hmm. the office, and it's yeah. quite like he'd calm. had so much with him. He's like, yeah. get, get the hell out of here. Yeah, I get it. But anyway, yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> I like I, no. listening to the guy. So, was his closing rate any good? No. Okay. He's very just but they of, eh. give me the free food. <sighs> I don't want to quit. You got to earn that food. <laughs> you do, man. You got to earn that food. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Bo, poor Bo. Oh damn! There's Peter. Peter, can you call us back in just a minute? You can go longer. 
Or can you hang? I'm sure I got nothing going on. I'm just sitting here. I'm sorry I didn't see you there. <laughs> Peter Tilden in LA. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna play what song do you think we're gonna play, Peter? Uh, Aerosmith. Walk, walk, walk that way, this way. <laughs> okay. Good guess. We're going to try Pink that. Floyd. Pink Floyd, the wall. We're going to see. We don't know what song we're going to play. But on May 4th. Bon Jovi. But on May 4th. Hey, my buddy took his young Mexican uh, wife to Bon Jovi. She thought it was a Tejano band when they were going in. <laughs> we'll be right back. John Clay Wolf Show. Every Saturday morning. We're very, very sorry. Not sorry. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit him up. 800 800 Radio. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Axel. Does he cuss on this one? No, it's a clean version. Oh, wow. I, I made it so. myself. <laughs> you had to clean it up? Yeah, I saw you internally getting nervous. Uh, I was hovering over the dump button. <laughs> yeah, this song is extreme. I cleaned it. I'm getting nervous. Extreme. Axel, come here. Come here. Come I mean, here. I come here, I Axel. Did. Axel, come Axel, here. Axel, get off the couch. Axel Rose, you old stoner. What are you doing? Come here, look out. Everybody look out. Oh. This song's dirty. <laughs> Why do you cuss so much in this song? I said a dirty word. <laughs> I'm a bad boy. Ooh. <laughs> Axel, did you lose any money in the stock market this week? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I put my quarter in. I was going to get a little Winnie the Pooh. And I couldn't make the claw work. Oh. oh, that's your version of the stock market, Axel Rose? That's what it is. All right. Thank, Isn't it? Thank you, Axel Rose. It's always good to have you on. Peter Tilden. Los Angeles. Good morning. Hey. How are you? How are you? I'm good. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. I was thinking... Uh, I'm in the car driving. I was thinking about you. Coming out of the Palisades, turning on to the PCH, looking at the surfers and the gals. <laughs> yes? No? Maybe? Oh. Uh, yeah, thanks for the, giving the home address every week. <laughs> <laughs> He's so tired. I'm going to start. Every time you bring it up, you know what? How many stations do you want? Um, 65. Okay, so I'm going to start giving your exact home address <laughs> and what to look for. There you go. In my routine. Um, In your routine, exactly. Peter, you're so damn smart and well-studied. You can't stop researching. I, I think I've got some topics I'd like to bounce off of you. Game show music, please. All right. All right. Uh, Peter, what topic would you like? Britney Spears' pregnancy, NASDAQ crashing, or Elon buys Twitter? I think they all relate. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> Let's take... I'll choose... Let's do, I don't know, Elon. Let's do Elon. Elon, um, Elon for 500. Elon, Elon for 500, okay. So, P- Peter, you and I had a little bit of conversation off air about this a couple of days ago, and you got to roll, and I thought it'd be good... E- Peter thinks Elon's way over his skis on this one. Really? Yeah. Why? Peter, explain why you think Elon has lost his damn mind with the Twitter purchase. I, well, look, I don't put anything past Elon Musk. The guy, you can't. The guy's drilling underground and going into space. Okay, so and and has a every other car here is a is a Tesla. Right. But remember, Twitter's global. Twitter's global. 
So freedom of speech. He's also got Tesla's involved with China. Mm-hmm. So he's got business with China, and yet he's got a company that he wants to run with freedom of speech. How's that going to work out? How's that going to be impacted? Well, maybe they can't talk as much in China as they do everywhere else. Right. He'll say, just hold back a little bit. What's he going to? What's he going to do? I think he is. I think social media right now is over everybody's skis. I think we're just all trying to find our way. So that's a big. That's a, that's a big leap for a guy. And you know what? The problem is, John, we never know with Facebook, we don't know with um, any of these social media companies, what because they're not transparent, what biases are built into their technology. We have no idea, and they may be innocent biases, but they're still biases. So Elon Musk is tweeting and showing his bias. And look, he hates when people criticize him. He's blocked people on his own Twitter account. He goes after people who um, criticize his company. Hey, um, How's he gonna, ha- have, you, have, you changed, have you changed lanes yet? Good. There, it stopped. Okay, perfect. <laughs> no, I'm just sitting. Oh, because I hear your blinker running. Yeah, no. <laughs> we guess oh, you. Oh, there you go. There you go. Excuse me for being legal. Excuse me for being considered. <laughs> so. But I just think it's a, it's a really tough, it's a tough chore for anybody. And this guy is all over the place. He's dealing with a lot of different stuff, and he's going to get a lot of pushback. And there's going to be attempts at regulation. And, and, you know, how do you handle that at this point? And I don't know what his agenda is. Well, you made a good point to me when we were debating this the other day. Somebody gets on Twitter and starts defaming my company, GiveMeTheVin.com, and just lying and hammering and hammering and lying. And you can't stop it because it's freedom of speech. Now, and I said, you know, right. obviously slander rules, libel laws. You can People have won plenty of cases um, in court and let the market take place of it. And you said that's great after they've ruined you and they don't have any money. So what are you going to do? Yeah, you're out of you're out of it. You're out of it. It's a different world. It's like you know, I worry about my teenagers. I worry about my son who's in his twenties. Your kids, because mm-hmm. growing up at school, if somebody makes fun of you. Five kids are, are a nightmare, and you go home and you're depressed. Now they put it up on social media. Thousands of people you don't even know are weighing in, and it can destroy destroy you. And kids get depressed. Kids, you know, kids, it changes and ruins their lives. So, yeah, you're out of business to give me the VIN while you're fighting to say it was made out of whole cloth by one or two people who then bought bots and turned it into hundreds of thousands of quotes about your company that are negative. How do you fight that, John? I'm not a social media operator, but I would assume that they have stops in there. There's no way to do it complete freedom, as you're saying. Right. But, well, yeah, because people can blatantly lie. So they're going agenda. to censor. He's going about, to censor. Wait, wait, wait. How about my company? What about if my company competes with your company and I want to take you down? Right. So I have people now going online and doing all these negative reviews about your company that are made up out of whole cloth. Okay, so you can win in court. But again, you're out of business at that point. The best are the reviews of the small restaurants where they don't have a chain or a board to report to. I saw one the other day where a guy was hammering on somebody's restaurant, and the restaurant owner replied with a link to the man's sexual... Um, assault. Assault <laughs> charge with a with kid. A restaurant. Way, who, knows, wow. who knows what's real? How do you know what's real out of all of that? You don't. They're going to have to censor to to a level. There's there's, there's no way. But the censoring. Okay, so now tell me, just you just got a headache us discussing just this little area. What's Elon Musk? What's Elon Musk going to do while he's busy drilling, getting shot into outer space, and trying to run Tesla? 
Well, he's going to hire a few people to handle it for him. What if there's a what if there's a huge campaign right now to discredit him on Twitter? Does he shut it down? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not as easy as it sounds, is your point, and I agree with you. You brought up points I never even considered. Really but I do and think that this... Dangerous, and it's dangerous. Yeah, but, with, and, but this crazy, woke, over-the-top, hard left... I don't want to tell people how to think. But I think everybody should have the, the, the ability to think clearly. I mean, I'm not a hard rider. I'm not a hard lefter. But th- this battle, we do need to get the car back in the middle of the road. Would you agree? Yeah, well, but here's the point. It, yeah, that's a nice thing to say. Mm-hmm. But now, let's let's address how to do it, and that's where the problem comes in. Listen, I liked it better when not everybody had a voice, because dumb people shouldn't have a voice. <laughs> I shouldn't have to hear dumb people comment. I shouldn't have to hear dumb people comment on global warming and vaccines and the, and anything Thank that they you. don't know anything about. But you can block them. You know, you, so, this but, is but not they, new. Yeah, but you can block them after eight billion people have heard from them. And take it as whole cloth what they said being real, and they're totally wrong. They breathe. So that's that's the problem. And yes, I'm half joking about it. But it used to be when I was growing up, you used to see debates between people who kind of read a book or knew something about what they were debating about. When I was on talk radio, I would get people calling in to argue with me about stuff they knew nothing about other than the headline. How do you do that? <laughs> How do you convince them they should do the research and then argue? This is Peter Tilden, speaking of talk radio. You did it for a few years in L.A. What, like 20, 30, 25? Yeah, like 20, 25 years, yeah. Jesus. And it, was, it got to be very frustrating because no matter what, I was down the center. I just wanted to find the truth. Right. I don't care if uh, the right is in the in office, the left is in an office, or, or uh, you know, uh, the, the farm animals in office. I want health care. And instead, everybody's fighting and pointing to the other side and saying they're wrong, they're idiots, it's their fault. And meanwhile, we don't have health care that works. So, And we don't have immigration that works. And we don't have a lot of stuff that works because they're blaming, but they're not correcting. So that's where we're at today. It's into the blame and anger because that's clickbait and it works. Anger, anger engages people. And when people are engaged, they become predictable and you can sell them to advertisers for more money. <laughs> and there, that's what, that's my what, friends, is the Paul, Har- the Paul Harvey version. The, the rest and of the that's story. The rest of the story. Thank, thank you, Peter. But it, it's a shame. It's a shame that we're so angry with each other instead of being angry at Congress and saying, "Fix it, fix it." So, I mean, in your business, John, if you have people who blame each other and don't do their job, well, you don't fire them. You take them to HR and then you curse at them. But if you have people <laughs> who aren't doing their job and they're, and they're just angry at somebody else, you fire them because they're not doing your job. You say, "Get it done." Right. Not in Congress. Not in the world politics it's it's okay to yell at other people neither <laughs> side's fixing it and uh, and healthcare is a fortune and by the way why don't you fire you should fire more people i mean that's going to be my new year's resolution <laughs> next year when the market slows down by the way who, who fires an hr person I, how do you do that very carefully you have to hire an hr person very yeah, carefully you I'm, have to hire an hr person I'm out of time. I got a boogie, but thank you, Pete, for calling. I'll talk to you soon. See you later. See you. Woo. In now, his concern for immigration. Hey, it's Paul. And free socialized communist Marxist Leninist healthcare. <laughs> Mr. Tilden obviously has forgotten the important issue. Do you know what they've done to Dr. Seuss? 
<laughs> and now you know the rest of the story. And we'll be back with more John Clay Wolf after this. You know, everything used is not the same. Would you buy used shoes? I'd buy used shoes off of a gay man. And I'll tell you why. Because he takes care of his shoes better than the other guy. And I look at used cars the same way. This is John Clay Wolf from GiveMeTheVin.com. There's a difference between a nice one and an ass-so-so one. The nice one deserves a better price. It's my job to know it. That's why we're America's best car buyer at GiveMeTheVin.com. That's why in 2021, we've already bought $1 billion worth of used cars. That's with a B. Like Dr. Evil, $1 billion. Yes, at GiveMeTheVin.com, we broke the billion mark because we are America's best car buyer. We've made it fast, we've made it easy, and we're the only five-star BBB-rated car dealer out there. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com and check in with us before you do any car deal. We'll buy your car. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it in your underwear. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. It was the greatest gift, and he wanted other people to experience it. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Dallas, Fort Worth, Washington, D.C., Houston, Los Angeles, Austin, Las Vegas, Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and like a hundred other cities I don't want to mention right now. Give me the van. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit them up. 800-800-RADIO. 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. You need my love, So we get a lot of mail from jail. If you go to John, jcwshow or johnclaywolf.com, you can click uh, contact us, and there's a snail mail P.O. box address. So... Inmates out there, feel free to mail us your information there. Johnny Cash, our own Johnny Cash, uh, comes and reads the ones that he selects every week. And he said he has a good one this week. So it's time for one of our listeners from the pen. Johnny, you there? It's quite an intriguing story, John. You know, there's a lot more going on than soap dropping (laughs) in penitentiary. This week's letter reads, Here in Lewisburg Federal... They have some actual converted houses for short-timers to stay in. Long-timers go to the barracks. On my second night here, I noticed some long-timers gathering quietly around our little house full of short-timers after dark. And, John, these are some of the nastiest, toughest-looking guys I've ever seen. And I noticed that a lot of the guys in our house were starting to look nervous. Something was about to happen, and we didn't see any guards nearby. Oh, These houses are all surrounded by seven-foot-high steel fences. Suddenly, these enormous guys started silently coming in and gathering around a tree in the front, like some kind of cult kind of thing. (laughs) And then something really weird happened. Some sugar gliders. Sugar gliders? Those little flying squirrel things like you see in a pet shop. Yeah. Came climbing down the tree trunk. And then these convicted murderers and arsonists and serial rapists all started pulling little bread chunks and snacks from their pockets and spent the next hour gently hand-feeding these animals. I couldn't believe it. Note that these are the same guys who, after a day working in the kitchen, the knives must be counted 
and locked in the large walk-in deep freeze. Because if they aren't, and one goes missing, it usually turns up inside an old boy. <laughs> anyway, I really like the show, man. Glad I found y'all on ZZO out of Allentown. Watch your back, man. And keep on rocking. <laughs> your friend Chance Michael Harvey, Lewisburg, USB, Kelly Township, Pennsylvania. There you go. Pets in prison. Astonishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's super cool. Remember the pit bull lady? No. What? The rescue show that used to come on and she would hire um, convicts and she would save dogs. Mo mainly, I think it was the Staffordshire Terriers. Don't you remember Pitbull Rescue? We also have no? the Birdman of Alcatraz. I mean, come on. I, I don't watch much TV. <laughs> oh. But well, it was good. Pitbull Rescue. That sure stopped the show. <laughs> right. I, I just, I know, I don't have that much time. I'd like to. Well, did you ever see this show on Nickelodeon, The Amanda Show? That's I know it's one of your favorites. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Amanda no, my Burns. kids were deep into that, yeah. man. She had some issues, but now she's bouncing back, and she's actually making some music with her fiancé. In fact, she just released a new song, and I bet you're going to love it. Cut number 23. Amanda who? Binds. Yeah, can't wait to drop this. Dropping on a flight bridge. Yeah, find me in traffic. On the low, low, low. I be rocking that polo. Yeah, you don't know. Yo, yo, shout out Kyoto. Pre-K. Yeah, I was wrong. That's pretty oh, bad. Yo, yo, don't know. Oh, no. I mean, it's pretty simple. <laughs> Awful. Oh, How, my how's your rap career going, Pre-K? Oh, man, it's, it's beautiful, man. You know, uh, I'm still broke. <laughs> but as an artist, I'm sharper than I've ever been. When you do one of your rallies or whatever y'all call them, get togethers, Rally. shows. <laughs> rallies? Rallies. He's He's shows. He's a Texan. He's the accidental racist. Whenever y'all do one of your rallies, I'd love to attend. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, man, I'll invite you two to rally. Okay. <laughs> what, Charlie, can we play yeah. a song? We've been threatening to play his new song oh. for a long time. Yeah, listen to this. This is a new track by uh, Pre-K here. It's Pre-K. Okay. I'm only as sweet as the scratches. I'm fly and I'm flashy. My fashion's fantastic. Oh, you looking for some gas? I can show you work like math packets. Pokey Town, Big Bread, Miss Bear. And y'all wanna see me make a whole blunt disappear? I smile ear to ear, cause truth be told, my bank rolls higher than eight bowls of gray smoke. I'm at the lake, with a skinny ass blonde full of Dom Perignon and great coke. Been escape the Great Lakes in a race boat. Who you a new? I'm in X Games mode. And me and T in the kitchen. Lucy shoelaces, I ain't even tripping. My mission continues, whole squad sit at venues with shark on the menu. So crazy, baby, them diamonds steady shining. I'm swinging laser smoking while I'm driving. Hey, pretty lady, you on a ride climbing. And maybe we can slide to somewhere private. Everybody Man. loves a love song, Freak. That's Pre great. That's the most commercial sounding thing he's ever done. I love it. You know the song, thank, right? Thank Do you owe oh, Amy Grant anything for that? It's yeah, Amy Grant. I'm going to have to holler at Amy Grant. It's Amy Grant. Baby, baby. <laughs> oh, I was thinking it was Mariah. Baby, oh. baby. Yeah. 
I mean, that's awesome, Freak. Seriously, to take baby, baby, and make it gravy, gravy. That, that and in talking your own about hose and coke on the lake. I know. I was like, that's not what Amy Grant was about. Yeah. No, she was a Christian artist, I believe, man. I'm like, I, she's, I hope, Amy. I hope you don't have a problem, baby. It's all a good fun. Miss <laughs> Grant's awesome. lawyers on three. <laughs> <laughs> oh man nice job right. i appreciate it man yeah we just having fun with it man uh, a couple of weeks ago we had some issues with people that give me the bin not wearing clothes that really match the office attire right. well a new study found dressing that, like they're going camping all that proves is we have team players a new study found that people who flaunt their wealth and social status dress really nice for work are not the best team players that makes huh. perfect sense. Yes, it really does. We everybody gets along in our office, mm-hmm. and because there's nobody <laughs> that dresses nice at all. Here's a nice story: uh, Police in California. You may want to look for these. GG. These cops are getting praise after handing out one hundred dollars to random people to buy groceries. It all stems from a twenty thousand dollar donation to the department to allow the police to perform random acts of kindness. Oh. Cut number thirteen will be. Uh, Officer Jen, uh, excuse me, Jelena Sosa, who had this to say about the program. Our department is trying to do some acts of kindness. So in this envelope is a hundred dollar bill, and we want to give this to you both. It's so generous. <laughs> I still can't believe it. <laughs> this is just a little helping hand and our way of saying thank you to our community. In a way to bribe people so they can get information out of you. You think? Oh yeah. No. What? Uh, that's what the cops are doing. That's all they're doing there. It's a good thing. They're being nice. They're uh-huh. changing their image. That is so cynical, Terry. Right? <laughs> That's so, so cynical. That's what they're doing. No, but man. you can get that for 40 bucks. That's when cops give you 40 bucks. They want information with a $100 bill in an envelope. I gave every, That's a gift. every person that gave me the VIN that is non-commissioned, because commissioned people are different, mm-hmm. but the support, the salary, or hourly people, I gave every one of them, top to bottom, $500. Two people thank me. Really? Oh, seriously. Did they just not see it in their check? Oh, I forgot. Boy, they, man. <laughs> they don't oh, wow. Was it really? Was that, was that <laughs> recently? Did I miss that? Hey, so that's the problem with EFTs. Everybody just gets their transfers. They don't even know what mm-hmm. they've got. Well, not paying attention to it. Wow. Thanks, man. Sure. I, were you on there? Are you paid through Gimme the Vinny? You paid through media? I don't know. Was that recently or was that Christmas? Last week. Oh. I didn't but your commitment, your, your commission. I mean, yeah. so oh, I wouldn't yeah. get it. Okay, no. never right. mind. Everybody, like all the ladies that that carry all the water. Right. They're not all ladies, but, but the guys that clean the cars, the guys that don't get perks for doing a better job, the the straight salary. The, I mean, you wouldn't believe what these the work these people. Oh, do. I. It's heavy. It's dude. heavy work. It's I, heavy. Wa- I wonder if they think that was a mistake and they don't want to say anything. Don't bring it up. Hey, don't John, thanks for that money. Give it oh, back to me. Funny. Uh, guy catches pop foul with one hand while nursing a baby. Uh, oh, a, a man so was nursing funny. a baby? Cincinnati Reds fan. Yeah, Jacob Kingsley is his name. Caught a foul ball, has the baby in his arms, and he just reaches up and grabs the ball. Cut number six. Pops it up. Nice job while feeding the baby. Wow. Holds the bottle, no spillage. Baby in perfect bliss and a souvenir. <laughs> That's sensational. That is. That's I'll quite a deal. I'll put that video up on the John Clay Wolf uh, show page. And Yankees Facebook. fans are getting pretty trashy. Mm-hmm. Cut 18 in baseball news. Wisely, he didn't throw anything back at him. 
they continued to throw stuff at him. And he's like, yeah, big guy, you want to talk tough from up there and throw stuff. Unbelievable. But what a way to end a day at a ball game. Well, the good news is there's enough video to find out who the clowns were that were throwing stuff. Oh. Hopefully, they're never allowed back here to watch a game again. Explain this to me, Charlie. So, yes. they, they won the game. They won. So this guy in the outfield for the Guardians, former Cleveland Indians team, was talking trash back and forth to the fans. That field out there in right field is called the Bronx Zoo. Sure. And they're just crazy. I mean, insane. You you have to, if you sit out there, you're going to post teams, uh, you're going to get beat. It's going to happen. It's like Philadelphia. Oh, huh. yeah. And really? so they're talking trash. And this guy, at one point, he gets up on the fence and starts yelling at him. And they're like, okay, all right, whatever. And so then the Yankees win the game with a home run, so they just start pelting them with trash, just throwing trash at them. <laughs> and which is, you know, it's probably not the best thing to do. But he kind of had it coming because he was talking trash back at the players. So coming up and I mean, the, the fans going up in the stands almost and yelling at him. So speaking, like, of, speaking of talking trash, Johnny Depp's deadpan responses to drink and drugs questions during the trials this week, cut 14. Oh, I love this. You were drinking pretty heavily. Were you there? Let's pull up Exhibit 500, please. I'd like to see who I lied to. You can't say that you carried cocaine in that box? No, but it looks like it would fit some cocaine. <laughs> I once gave <laughs> Marilyn Manson a pill so that he would stop talking so much. <laughs> you poured yourself a, a mega pint of red wine, correct? A mega pint? Sometimes drink whiskey in the mornings, too, right? Isn't happy hour anytime? Yes, it is, Johnny. <laughs> yes, it is. They're busting on pretty good. Oh, so hard, and he's just smirking all. He is so <laughs> playing Jack Sparrow all the way through. Huh? Is the car thing next? Yes, it okay, is. Okay, so I need the calls right now. Pick up your phone if you want to sell your car. You know what your car's worth. No, I don't want to. If you just want an appraisal, go to GiveMeTheVin.com and put it in. The computer will do it immediately. If you want to sell something, call in right now on national radio, right here, San Diego, Phoenix. SAC, LA, yes, it's live. 800 800 7234. Tucson, Vegas. Reno, Nevada. 800 800 7234. 800 800 Radio. Denver, Colorado. Salt Lake City. Yes, it's live. 800 800 7234. Give me year, make, model, miles. Year, make, model, miles. Average, rough, or clean. And when we come back, I'll take your car on the air. And I'll give you an offer on it. We'll negotiate it right now, right here in front of everybody. My name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the air for America's best and biggest car buyer. Give me the VIN, V-I-N dot com. Hey there, it's Gigi Drummond from the John Clay Wolf Radio Show. Brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com. GiveMeTheVin.com will give you top dollar for your vehicle and pick it up. No hassles, no worries. Our Google reviews tell the story of happy customers coast to coast. Ready to sell your car? Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it in your More of the John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com, coming up. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is where we bid cars, make offers on cars, for our sponsor, GiveMeTheVin.com. It's interesting. Listen to how this works. Angela, are you there? Yes. 
Okay, can you turn Hi, your radio? Good morning. Can you turn your radio down? Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Um, you're in Riverside, California. Is that right? Yes, I am. Cool, cool. How's the paint job on your 14 Honda Accord? Because the paint in Bern- uh, San Bernardino and Riverside, as a whole, is pretty rough. People, their cars get parked outside. It burns all the paint off of them. Okay, you're so valid on that point, but unfortunately, the the car used to belong to my stepfather, and he actually had banged it on the left fender and the right fender, both sides. Okay. And he never did an insurance when it was brand new, so I do have those scratches on the left and the right side. I went to live in San Antonio for three years, mm-hmm. and uh, all my neighbors dinged my doors. <laughs> so there are dings on my doors because they don't like people from California. <laughs> so, I really want to get rid of the car now. <laughs> is it in? Is it in Riverside or is it in San Antonio? No, we're here. We're back in California, and I'm. Uh, I live here in Riverside right now, and I have my car with me. It's my car. I own it. Okay. I have the pink slip. Okay. How how much if I take it to the body shop to fix the body damage? Are they going to charge me? I would say like three thousand, maybe thirty five. Oh, it's it's got a good hit on it then. Okay. Um, yeah, it's pretty deep. So she's got paint on her, but it's wrecked. <laughs> a little. I mean, thirty five hundred. Little lean. There are these little lines on the side. So I love my car. I, if my mom knew I was trying to sell it, she'd probably kill me. But I really want to get a truck. It says here you want twelve thousand. It's a fourteen Accord EX with eighty. Does it have leather? No leather. I think it's ES, not EX. Like well, in the cords, there's an LX and an EX. Does it have a sunroof? Yes, maybe have, it is an X. Does it have I'm a sunroof? Sure. That'll tell me. No, no sunroof, so it's not. So it's an LX, and it's cloth. It's a four cylinder, and it's probably the way you described it. I'm gonna guess it's eight grand. That's good. That's a good amount. Okay. Yeah. Take some. T- take some pictures. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. Load it up. And take pictures of that damage so that we can reconfirm um, what okay, we because sure. what, what, we have to we take the car in we fix it and then we wholesale it. But I need to make sure that okay. the fix is in line with what you were saying. Hopefully we can get it done okay. a little cheaper. Um, we'll see. But load it up into give me the vin and we'll get it bought. Thanks, Angela. All right, thank you. See you. Back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show after this. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Hey, the John Clay Wolf Show has what you need. Hit them up, 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at JCWShow.com. You know what I love is when these damn telemarketers call and you're ready for them, Bob, and you bust back on them. Yeah. And you actually have the tape rolling. That was good. Those are rare times. We've got one right now. You have it ready, Mike? Yeah. So what was the setup? I haven't heard it, but I'm dead. telling you. Okay. I'm telling you right now. And they just call up these numbers that obviously used to belong to somebody else, and uh, they get me instead. Yes, sir. So this is just a courtesy call, sir, simply to ensure that your high-speed Internet service is working properly. Are you able to get online okay, sir? Well, I, the video ain't fast enough. The video? You mean? Yeah, I like to go over. You ever heard of slutload.com? No. <laughs> well, it's a video site. I like to go over there and watch movies. Right. But the thing is, I can't see the video very clearly. Um. Let me hold up. I'll get. I'll dial one up right now. I'll tell you just what I'm talking about. 
this one here. Now, this actress name is Tara Red, and she's redheaded, and I can't see the hairs on that. Now, the color ain't good. Uh, one second, sir. Uh, just basically on it a keeps pose. freezing up on me. She's pretty, but I'd like to see her in motion. You know what I mean? Uh, one second, sir. I'll just put you on a brief hold. She's got this man with a big old and he can't see nothing going on. I like the the internet service works good. I play pool on here all the time, <laughs> but my movies don't look good. All right, sir. Just bear with me. It makes me mad. Care. Well, I'm Thanks. trying to get off here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that hole, sir. Well, that's all right. What, what is your name? My name is Rosario. Rosario? Yes, sir. Every time I get a movie started, I get about 10 minutes in, and just about when they're fixing to bust the busted, the video goes to hell. I can't even hardly see the woman's moving, and the hair colors look wrong. Uh, then, sir, uh, when you go to that website, if there is a phone number there, you'll have to contact the website. Can you fix it? Um, I could try. Rosario. Yes, sir. Now, this may sound a little strange, too, but just tell me what you're wearing. <laughs> Do you have any other questions, sir? What do you got on? Well, sir, I have to cut this call short, sir, and I thank you for coming. Uh, just just say something nasty to me. You have a wonderful day, sir. <laughs> oh, that's so great. That's how you take care of those spam calls you get in. Greatness. <laughs> Gee, do you get hammered with uh, telemarketers? Uh, I, I get scam likely calls. I just don't answer. Right. That robo killer thing works pretty good. I don't have it, but a friend does. And that those spam apps, or it, it says probably spam on the ID. Mm -hmm. If you guys are but getting even so, go ahead. Even so, some still get through. They they use dummy numbers that are within area codes that I would that are normal, like eight five eight or seven six zero. And then every once in a while, you answer, and it's them. So. It's a little it's bit of work savvy. to get a real person in there, actually. I mean, you, you can get through the robots, but you have to press the right buttons and act like you're you're willing to buy something. And <laughs> they will give you an operator. <laughs> well, and there, there's also a thing where you can, an app where you can put in a phone number for a friend. Oh, yeah. And have them call that person. Uh, we one had this happen in the office. One of our guys in the office have been doing that. The warranty thing? I'm standing, yeah. no, you, it's, someone else's phone rings and it's, it says J.D. Ryan's calling you. Ouch. I'm right there. It's not me calling you, really? bro. Yes. And we found out it's Kip. We know who Kip is. That's not good. No. No. So they're coming around in the office and just like, why are you calling me? Why? I was like, we're not calling you. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of stupid stuff, what's this talking bird guy? He guy buys the talking bird and he says real funny. Oh, this is my favorite story this week, John. This, this, is, this is a guy that he bought a talking cockatoo, okay, a talking bird on Craigslist from a stranger and apparently the bird's trying to tell its new owner something but he can't figure out quite what it is cut number seven so this is dumb i just bought a cockatoo from a guy on craigslist and it keeps on making these it keeps on making these noises if you guys know what he's saying could you tell me what do you what do you make of this hello pretty bird what you saying <laughs> Turley acts like he knows yeah. what it is. Yeah. I did not know what it was, and so I, I looked after this. And after after much research, I came to the conclusion that what the bird is vocalizing is a song called Bodies by a group named Drowning Pool. Uh -huh. Sure. So cut number eight. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies. 
bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the There you go. <laughs> I like that bird. And the parrot's doing it, man. That's hilarious. It's a creepy bird. And he just Sorry. inherited that bird? or Yeah, he bought it on, on Craigslist. <laughs> and it, it came pre-programmed. So you've got also on here, I'm looking, I have not heard this yet, uh, a random stand-up of the week is Dr. Dave Chappelle. Yeah, and it's it's one of the good, I, I'd say older ones, not ancient, but but old. This, this week's random stand-up features Dave Chappelle, the one and only, on the common misconception that he grew up in the hood. Cut number 19. The common 19. misconception about me in D.C., a lot of people think I'm from the hood. That's not true. <laughs> but I never bothered to correct anybody. <laughs> Like sometimes I'll hang out with rappers like Nas and them start talking about the projects. Yo, it was wild in the PJs, yo. And I'll be like, word. But I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. My parents did just well enough so that I could grow up poor around white people. <laughs> Nas does not know the pain of that first sleepover at a white friend's house. <laughs> you come back home on Sunday and just look at your parents like, y'all need to step your game up. <laughs> Everything at Timmy's house works. <laughs> oh, that's great. It reminds me of the first time I, I spent the night at my buddy's house. And uh, when I switched from the private school to the country public school, <laughs> things changed. Sure. And I was over at his house, and his dad was an old stoner, and like they had a closet off their garage, and they had the growing lights and all this stuff. And this was in, I don't know, 86. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, it's illegal marijuana. What right. do you do? <laughs> and he's smoking grass all the time. And we were out working on, we were changing the motor in a, in a jet ski, doing a top-end job, changing the rings and pistons. Put it back together, and he comes out all wasted, and he's giving us advice, and he's you need to check the lash and that piston. And Sullins is yelling, at us, you need to check the lash in your brain. So th this guy and, and his dad are barking at each other like, damn, this is not like what it's like in my house. <laughs> and then we come by later. He's been jamming and he's, he's going around. He's got his headphones on and it's plugged into his big stereo thing. And you can hear the music. He's just he's naked and oh, jamming naked, naked and jamming with headphones on in the side room. And, and he's like, put some clothes on. Anyway, we come by later, and his old man passed out in the bathroom with the door open off of the hallway. And all you could see was what was hanging out, almost like a transvestite, if they tucked Stop. behind him. Ooh. So you saw that hanging out the back side. Mm. And that was my first introduction to sports radio. <laughs> <laughs> you get it? Yeah. That's terrible, though. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, the sports radio part isn't true, uh, but I'm just trying to color in what I was looking at. Bob, are you sports saying, radio? We what, get it. What do, you, what, <laughs> what do you play with most sports? What do they use? Mm -hmm. Balls. <laughs> oh. Ah, oh, okay. nah, I get it. Two balls, one strike. We'll come back with more <laughs> of the Conway World Show right after this. <laughs> presents the John Clay Wolf Show. We'll be right back after this. 
Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Guy's a blackout drunk. 800-800-RADIO. Yo, give me the VIN. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit him up. 800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. James Corden announced last night that he is quitting the, is it called the Late Late Show? Hmm. Next year will be his last season. Yep, 2023. His reason is he's made too much money and he's tired. <laughs> It's not what he said. No, he said it's always been an adventure and a journey. And the journey, this part of it's over. That's all. Moving on. Where, where's he going to move on? Bored. He hadn't said yet. Las Vegas sex worker offering free romp session to the NFL's draft number one pick. What? Mm-hmm. Some hooker in Vegas said that she'll uh, give a free round to whoever the number one pick is. Last Thursday. Why is that news? 27 years, <laughs> 27 year old licensed sex worker tells us that Las Vegas escorts have taken a hit during the COVID pandemic and she's doing this as a free advertisement oh. to them all. Catch me outside. That's a taken one for the team. <laughs> How about that? Who was the first round pick? I didn't look. Uh, the guy from the Georgia linebacker defensive end. Uh, what the freak is his name? I don't know everybody's yeah. name anymore. He's really good. I can't remember his dang name now. I do know there was an $8 million high school senior. I think he went to Alabama. So this NIL payments that where they're paying college players, it's really, really, really getting goofy. Mm -hmm. We knew it would happen. $8 million kid. I mean. Devin Lloyd, by the way. Ugh. Unbelievable. Gigi, what have you got, Mabe? Uh, is you know how I love drive throughs right? Right, right, right. Okay, so this one beats my drive through experience. Okay. The McDonald's restaurants have a rule that requires all drive through orders to be made from an actual vehicle. Oh. Okay, you got to be in a car. And that explains the bizarre video of an obviously very, very intoxicated man in Scotland trying to place an order at a drive through window while on foot. Cut four. Can I get a big one, please? No, you need a car to come through the drive-thru, pal. Well, I'm trying to drive through. You need to be in a car to come through the drive-thru. Excuse me, mate, I'm going to have to actually get you the drive-thru. That's not the point, though. It's a health and safety hazard. You try to say I don't identify as a truck. Identify as a truck. You're not in a view. But I identify as a truck, so I am a truck. <laughs> that is awesome. Vroom. He's got a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Identify as a truck. If you can identify as a lizard, yeah. you can identify as a truck. <laughs> as a truck. <laughs> Go through the drive NBA's full swing playoffs. Barkley had some uh, cute comments. Cut 15, our own Charles Barkley. Yeah. I mean, he just banging and banging and banging. When a guy's banging you, you don't you spin off of him. Those are the worst defenders to play against, actually, because if you can feel their body, uh, come on. 18 points for Joker, only nugget in double figures. 69-59, Golden State shooting 67 way out of order right now. When a guy's banging you, when a guy's banging you, banging you, banging you. They made a little remix. Man, they just drink on that show. Seriously. Charles has got a red solo cup, and he's just pouring it over on the side. I mean, they're having fun. It's What's the a, name of the show? It's the, the NBA TNT uh, pregame show. I mean, they do it throughout the whole NBA playoffs. It's great. When a guy's banging you at the Oscars, Chris Rock's mom has 
some commentary about what she thought about her son getting banged Ooh. by Will Smith cut 16 or 15. 16. Just, Sorry. He is doing well. Like he said, he's still processing it mm -hmm. because that's not something you expect. But when Will slapped Chris, he slapped all of us. But mm -hmm. he really slapped me. Because when you hurt my child, you hurt me. What in the world were you thinking? So many things could have happened from that. Chris could have stepped back and fallen. You really could have gotten taken out in handcuffs. I mean, stop now, it. Just really? stop it. The mom now? You hit me. You hit all of us. No. It's like Amy Schumer came out and said she had PTSD after watching the slap. I mean, no, it's no, all about no. me. It's really not about that. <laughs> I think Chris Rock's a hero just for keeping the whole oh, thing together over the course of it. And he hadn't cried yet. He's, no. he's done live shows since then. And oh, yeah. Hasn't said a lot about it. I was more offended by the nipple ring in Janet Jackson's boob. What? No, you weren't. <laughs> How come you were offended by a nipple ring? Well, I just wasn't prepared to see that at that in, in the middle of my football program. But that you were afternoon. prepared to see Chris Rock slap. That's fine. <laughs> he was traumatized. <laughs> I'm telling you, that moment on television oh. during the Super Bowl changed radio a lot. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The censoring, all oh, that. All broadcasting. That's when it started. All broadcasting. Do you know since then, and this is really dumb, and I won't take long with this, but seeing it live was like a shock. <gasps> Like right. that, but what really got me was like the the still photos that showed up online pretty soon after that, and to look at this thing. Well, the star around this, it. This was not a this was not a regular nipple ring. No, it was like a sun, a sunburst. Yeah, it was like a Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom type sort of a. <laughs> it gave me nightmares. I had nightmares where where I, I dreamed about Janet Jackson. I love how Bubo Bubo. <laughs> Right? He was being chased by the nipple. No, no, he Bobo, just called him Bubo. Bubo's sticking his chest out while he's trying to describe all he's this. Touching no, it's very, it's a very common type. You know, I mean, I see women in dreams all the time, and she's like, she's not talking, she's just approaching me. And the closer the she nipple. gets, like the 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 clearer I can see. I can see the the Indiana Jones and the Lost Temple nipple. I have not right there. seen it. And it talked to me. It did. It, it really? talked to me. Well, what did it say? What did it say? Hey, cowboy! <laughs> and it scares the hell out of me. And I still have that dream sometimes, man. Like between Christmas and New Year. Yeah? I don't know why. That's goodness. Hey, Look cowboy. at me. Look at me. I have not seen the behind the music on that moment where the people that planned it came clean. Have you? Has it no, ever has no. it ever come out? No, I mean it's, I mean, it's obviously, obviously with the rip away boob totally, and the yeah. buttons. I mean it was orchestrated. Oh, completely orchestrated. Yeah. Justin Timberlake has never told the story. No. Janet Jackson has never told the story. There was no question that it was not Zero. a slip. No, but and both of their bad acting, like <gasps> right. Oh my gosh, did you just see what we just did? And the thing they had around her boob, it was like part of the cover. Right, was the idea. Yeah. Oh, okay. no. I bet it's just <laughs> ah. orchestrated. Scary. Or orchestrated stupidity. Scary. Yeah. I, I did like um, Destiny's Child, though. I wish it would have been them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do it, do yeah. it right. Yeah. yeah. Right? All right. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO is the call-in number. Here on the John Clay Wolf Show. Good morning, everybody. Yes, we're live. We're very live. Mm -hmm. And we'll bid your car on the air if you'd like to uh, do that. Wall Street's trying to crash. They're crying like it's a crash, but it's not. 
Um, Bezos lost twenty billion. Did Bezos lose twenty billion, or did Amazon lose twenty billion? I think probably Amazon. I know Amazon Isn't was it down two point seven percent or whatever that is. Are they really? Yeah. Wonder why. Mm. Carvana has come down like thirty percent in the past week. It's it's been quite quite a deep. All these companies that don't make money but they have hype, they're shrinking first, obviously, sure, because they're full of air. Oh. Tesla lost ten percent. All these oversold stocks. I mean, what do you expect? Interest rates come up. The first thing, reality starts setting in. P- disposable income is going to come down with interest mm-hmm. rates coming up. Fuel prices are high. Here she comes, guys. The real market, the real economic GDP market is fixing to show up. And I would expect a 15% correction over the whole thing from the highs. You think 15? Yeah, I mean, because yeah, it was that much overblown. Can you give me a really quick, and this may be a stupid question, the difference in recession and um, inflation. Can, is that- inflation is the dollar is worth less. Okay. Recession is that growth has gone negative. Our, our recession is that our growth has come down. Our GDP. Yeah. So so the so the GDP, gross domestic product of production of America, shrinks in a recession. That's a recession. Inflation is your dollar is worth less. We've gone through hyperinflation, which is going to cause an interest rate hike, which has already had to slow that down. Gotcha. And then the recession will come in. It's just, dude, I'm... I'm trying to build a deck okay. around a ranch house. Mm-hmm. It's a small one. It's a big deck, but it's a small ranch house. The price that it costs to build anything wood Why is, is that? so high, J.D. I mean, it, when they tell you the price, you laugh at them. You're, you're like, yeah, no, really? I mean, seriously. Yeah, I mean, you're, I mean, you don't have to try to screw me. I was born at night, but not last <laughs> night. <laughs> why? And why wood? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I hear people talking about wood. Building materials across the board, the the, the, pri- the price of homes has obviously gone up like 20%. Mm-hmm. But the price of building materials, it's up 50%. A friend of mine runs a trailer shop. They buy trailers from a manufacturer. All right. Their trailers today cost 52% more than they cost them from the manufacturer two years ago. And why- 52%. That's wild. Huh. It's unbelievable. They must be selling it, though, right? Whatever the market will bear. But then the hucksters are out there, and they sell this. You know, you're, brace yourself for this. You won't believe how much this is going to cost. And they're hitting you even harder because they have homeowners and people that want to do projects braced for the increase of price. And then they hit you twice as hard. So so they're, I mean, had somebody offer to paint a room. We're painting a room in our house. Okay. Okay. They wanted 12000 God. For, for a room? room? For they, one room? Yeah, the dining room. You sat in it, oh, stop. Remember it. When, yeah, they're going to paint it with gold or something? Do you remember when you were in it and we had those swatches on the walls? Yeah, okay, I thought they were okay. pretty swatches. 12,000. Which color did you guys decide the, on? The good one, the teal thing. Yeah, the <laughs> breakfast at Tiffany's Blue. And um, and then had another guy come. I'm like, screw you. you know, well, get out of my house. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other guy comes in at eight grand. And I'm like, what in the hell is going on? I got it done for $1,500. That's about right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's not cheap. What were these $12,000 people? To paint a room! Go home and get your f- shine box. <laughs> <laughs> so had I signed up with the guy at twelve grand, am I a moron or is he a thief? Both. Right. Both. But he's getting it. That's insane. And the guy at eight grand, he's four grand cheaper than the other guy. He's still getting it.
Everybody is a star, just like you, the listeners of the John Clay Wolf Show. (laughs) (laughs) 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO. Give me the VIN.com is the website. It'll automatically bid your car right there. My name is John Clay Wolf, and I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. The John Clay Wolf Show has been a presentation of GiveMeTheVin.com from the Westwood One Radio Network. Join us again each and every Saturday right here for the John Clay Wolf Show. Fucker out.